0: The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassi. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassi. I think you'll agree with me that it is a good day for a radio show,
2: no matter what the weather. If it's raining, well, it's sunny here. And, of course, it happens to be sunny today, so it's sunny. Hey, we can't complain. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Good to have you with us, as always, as we discuss a lot of things. It, it seems like every week, you know, like around Thursday, I say, well, what am I going to talk about this week? There's really, and then all of a sudden, things happen, and I have too much to talk about. So we'll, uh, we'll try to delve into some things. Denny Levinson, Atlantic County Executive, will be a guest on our show this morning at 10 o'clock. And he will talk about running for re-election as the county executive. And maybe we'll one day have that debate we were going to have last time he ran. Maybe. <laughs> it depends on who he's running against. Who who would run against Denny Levinson? Is there a, is there a Democrat out there that would... I, I don't know. I don't think so, but they'll have to run somebody. So we'll talk to Denny at 10 o'clock. And, of course, you and Will Banner about Seth Grossman coming in in a couple of minutes. So there's a lot of things to talk about. But <laughs> I wanted to talk about an issue to start off the show that we've discussed on this show many, many times before. And it's the cancel culture. And in line with that, I'm also reminded of the John DeMassey 11th commandment. Thou shalt not say anything negative or derogatory or what may be construed as derogatory about blacks in general, or else you will pay the consequences. Rather long, but it is true. The latest example of this. (laughs) This is really... (laughs) This is really... I, I I just don't believe this. The latest example is a comic strip. Now, I don't usually read the comics. I mean, goes to show you how long ago I read them. I used to read Dick Tracy. So, that's, <laughs> I'm giving away my age. But the thing is, Scott Adams, he is the creator of the long-running comic strip Dilbert. Now, it's uh, kind of a satirical comic strip, so I don't really know much beyond that. But he said on his YouTube show the other day, he said that black Americans are a hate group. Really? (laughs) And white people should get the hell away from them. And, of course, the backlash started. Now, I have to tell you, I get a lot of emails during the week from listeners. And one listener in particular, actually a couple of them, send me, I guess they're blacks fighting and just, you know, kinds of things where there's a street fight. And and it's every day that they send me these videos. So keeping that in mind what what can you say but that's what is happening so the backlash started and among the newspapers that announced they would no longer carry the comic strip they include papers in San Antonio Los Angeles Cleveland and of course the Philadelphia Inquirer Gabriel Escobar, senior vice president of the Inquirer, said, The views expressed by Scott Adams are unambiguously racist. As with all race baiting, his comments are profoundly disturbing and dangerous. We will no longer publish Dilbert. If nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people... That's a hate group, and that's what he, Scott Adams said this. Now, imagine if it were the other way around, okay? Suppose a black official or a celebrity or anybody who was black said white people hate black people. Nothing would be done. There would simply be nothing said, nothing done. Maybe they would have carried the story But that's about it. And in the meantime, here she comes. Whoopi Goldberg. Right on cue. Right on time. Because she is one of the most white-hating liberals I can think of. She said, well, first of all, she said that she blamed Donald Trump for censorship of the COVID lab leak (laughs) because he was racist against Asian people. But, of course, he happened to be right. So what can we say? And then, wait a minute, that's not... She didn't stop there. And then that same Whoopi Goldberg said this week that it's fine to make white kids feel like oppressors. What? Oppressors of what? They're kids. They don't see color. And that is exactly what I'm talking about. I know my grandson doesn't see color. He plays with black kids, white kids, whatever, Asian kids, all over the place. If you are black, you can say anything and get away with it. But if you're white and you said something about blacks, look out. Which is why, do we have to go back to Barack Obama? He never got criticized by the press or the media? Because that would have been racist. Oh, are you kidding? Criticize the president who's black? Well, of course, he's half white. We never say that. So that would have been racist. So I don't know about you, but I am really tired of this. And I know Seth is going to talk a little bit about Brian Cranston. <laughs> There's another one. If it wasn't for Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston would still be doing dinner theater in Sheboygan. <laughs> so he comes out and says what he says. I'll let Seth talk about that. But the thing is, it consistently goes on and on. It just doesn't stop. And you can't say anything. And really, what Scott Adams said wasn't all that bad. I mean, how many times have you heard of blacks and blacks in the limelight saying things? Oh, well, you know, I, LeBron James. I don't like white people. (laughs) All my friends are my posse or whatever. So It just, it goes on and on and on. And we put up with it. Well, I don't want to put up with it anymore. Do you? Just can't make this stuff up. Talk with the Purpose is the show. Saturdays 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Seth Grossman is here, and uh, I know you want to talk about Brian Cranston.
3: <laughs> it's well, it's, I, I, it's I
2: unbelievable.
4: To, yeah. Well, I want to talk first about Dilbert. Uh, I mean, I love that uh, that comic strip, and anyone who's ever worked in any company or business relates to that because it's a, it's a, a comic strip about the frustration of a competent worker having to deal with supervisors and coworkers who have no clue as to how to do the job but they have uh, the, like their supervisors because they have the right connections or because they they have the right diversity and uh, and, and so it, it there's a real truth and humor into that comic strip and it's really a, a shame and a loss for the national culture uh that Dilbert gets canceled like that uh but to, but to put it in context what is really what uh the Dil- I keep forgetting his name, the, Dil- the Dilbert's creator. Scott Adams. Uh, Scott Adams. Scott Adams. Yeah, he uh, – what, what has happened to the black community, and it's not, not really the blacks, the fault of people for being black. It's, it's people being brainwashed. And what has happened to black Americans today is exactly what happened to Germans in the 1930s with that relentless Nazi propaganda that the Germans were victims. The Germans were misunderstood. The Germans were suffering. uh, And it was unfair. And the Germans never had a fair chance. And the reason they didn't have a fair chance was because the Jews, the Jews never gave the Germans a fair chance. The Jews had the connections. The Jews had the money. And so everything wrong with your life if you were a German, it was the fault of the Jews. And and that's exactly what black history, uh, whether you use the term critical race theory or not to describe it, has been pumped into the heads of, uh, of uh, black uh, Americans through the schools, through the media, through the culture, through the rap culture, through the Hollywood uh, films, through the TV. Uh, I, I, and, they, and I'd say about 60 to 70% of black Americans believe it. And, and that's a problem. And we've got to talk about the problem. But the problem, again, is not black people because of skin. It's black people who have been brainwashed Mostly by white liberals, uh, and and it's uh, it's it's tragic. And and now we go to Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle and from Breaking Bad. Uh, he was interviewed last Sunday by Chris Wallace on CNN, and uh, Brian Cranston said that the slogan MAGA or Make America Great Again is racist because he said, "When was it ever great in America for the African American?" And that's the same big lie that Governor Phil Murphy says somewhere just about every week. And that's the poisonous fruit of this uh, fake black history. So at our our libertyandprosperity.com website, uh, we responded to that. You know, know, when was uh, uh, America great for African-Americans? Well, how about when, uh, you know, 1,800,000 young white men fought for four years in the Civil War? Uh, to free African-Americans from slavery? Or how about when 320,000 of them died? Or how about when Republican President Ulysses S. Grant used the full power of the federal government to crush the KKK? But then uh, when the Democrats took control of the South again and 2 million African-Americans left the South in what was called the Great Migration, look at how many success stories you had uh, when black Americans went to Philadelphia went to the harlem, harlem for the harlem renaissance uh, but most important when they came to atlantic city and uh, it's interesting because every time i come up with examples of, of of black americans who had spectacular success in atlantic city i always come up with new ones who i never even heard of before uh, did you ever hear of uh, dr albert Forsyth? no by the way well uh, and, and if we had real black history Every person in Atlantic City would know about Dr. Albert Forsyth, but he was just an ordinary doctor uh, in Atlantic City. He was a black, came here in the 1930s, but his passion was airplanes. And so he and another African-American, a guy called uh, Alfred Anderson, they had this plane called the Pride of Atlantic City. And they would fly over all over North and South America. Uh, on these uh, spectacular flights and they'd be reporting about what they saw and they attracted the attention of Eleanor Roosevelt, the first lady, the wife of President Franklin Roosevelt, and she requested them to be uh, their her personal pilots. And so for the next uh, six, seven years, they would take uh, um, Eleanor Roosevelt all around the country. Uh, and, and again, just fascinating lives uh, of these uh, gentlemen, a spectacular success. So I think Don't you think America was great for them? Yeah. Um, And and then you have uh, Alma and Clifton, Washington. Uh, The more I learn about those two, uh, they founded what was called Washes Inn, one of the most successful restaurants in Atlantic City. Later they moved to Pleasantville. And I'm almost certain that in the uh, Boardwalk Empire series that the the, the figure Chalky uh, is, is based after Clifton, Washington. More spectacular success, but but again, uh, those stories are not being told because they don't support the narrative, and uh, and it's our job with with liberty and prosperity to make sure that is taught in our schools, make sure it's taught at, at Atlantic Cape Community College, and that's why we need political leaders who will do that, and right now the Republican leaders in New Jersey are not doing that, but I want to talk about that later. Uh, the, the second thing that I think is important with the wind turbines, uh, one thing I – well, two things I forgot to mention. I, my brother, Michael uh, Grossman, is a jazz piano player in Cadiz, Spain. Couldn't care less about politics. But he sent me posters that there. there's a proposal to put 17 wind turbines, those giant wind tar- turbines, up in the harbor of historic Cadiz, where Columbus, you know, uh, sailed his ships from and where – the Spanish, uh, you know, treasure ships came, uh, and they want to put just 17 of those wind turbines in a whole town of Spain, uh, of Cadiz, Spain is up in arms over that, and we posted that on our Liberty and Prosperity dot uh, com website. But one thing with with the debate about the whales and how the wind turbines are going to um, triple the cost, uh, and and we're going to have all these power failures, and you know how you know we're going to have a whole lot of power failures. And nobody uh, other than Liberty and Prosperity is making the connection. Um, everybody's getting these so-called smart meters installed in their homes, right? Did you get yours installed yet? No, I didn't. No. Uh, well, well they, ca- they came to me. It's a, it's a huge expense. I mean, every single electric meter in everybody's house and business is working fine. Uh, but they're replacing every single one of them at an enormous cost. And Why? because when you install a smart meter uh, at the, the electric company at a central location, can cut off your electricity at any time. Or they could say you're using too much and we're going to cut it down. So if they tell you we don't want to, you know, to run your air conditioner uh, to make your house uh, colder than uh, 75 degrees in the summer, uh, they will be able to tell whether your air conditioner is using enough current to cool the house that much. And if you are, they'll be able to push a button and cut you down. So your house will have to be 80 degrees. Or if you think they're, they they're tell you, we don't want you to use your washing machine after eight o'clock at night. They'll be able to turn off your power or cut down your power so you can't use your washing machine. And if you want to charge your electric car, they'll say, no, you can't charge your car uh, except on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And if you do, we're gonna cut back your power. So why are they doing that? Uh, they're doing that because they know that once they have most electricity in New Jersey coming from wind turbines and solar panels, they know that uh, you know the wind stops blowing from time to time, the sun stops shining, a cloud goes by. When that happens, uh, they either have to spend a whole lot of money for uh, you know to, to have these uh, backup generators burning uh, gas and oil or or, or coal and if and if you had had these backups running all the time then what do you need the wind turbines in the first place so what they plan to do obviously is they plan to have less backup so when the power fails when the when the wind stops blowing they're just going to push a button and turn off everybody's electric power and now they have the power to do it because they have smart meters in every home and business so I, so there's a big connection between the smart meters and the wind turbines It's not just about the whales. And that's pretty scary,
2: you
5: know?
4: Yeah. Uh, Well, what's even scarier, though, is the stuff that we're talking about. Uh, Where are the Republican leaders? And and I'm not even talking about the Democratic leaders, because uh, anyone who listened to our speaker, Trevor Loudon, uh, last Saturday knows that uh, basically a handful of radical leftists have taken control of our biggest labor unions, especially the New Jersey Teachers Union, and especially like the uh, the building trades councils. Uh, and those unions control the Democratic Party. So basically you have the, the leftists control the Democratic Party. And the Democrats are pushing uh, this woke agenda on all of us whenever they have the majority. So we need a, a strong Republican Party to stand up to them and, and now I think of a famous quote by um, a famous Republican president who was actually a pretty, pretty good president even though the history books trash him, Warren Harding. And he said, my enemies, I can lick them any day of the week but my friends, my blankly blank friends, they keep me walking the floors at night. So uh, you know, we had our uh, event last Saturday and it was a very successful event we had uh, people came to the $250 VIP breakfast at 8 o'clock. We had, I'd say, about 70, 75 people paid $75 to come to the other event. And thank you very much for <laughs> for, for your contribution <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we had some Republicans there. We had John Risley, Atlanta County Commissioner. We had Jim Kershaw the surrogate. We had uh, Dennis Haney, uh, J- uh, Jesse Kurtz. Uh, uh, Republican uh, Councilman from Atlantic City and, and Brigantine, uh, Jim Bertino, uh, couldn't come but made a big uh, contribution, but others were missing. Uh, State Senator Vince Palestina paid for a ticket but didn't come. Uh, Don Guardian, Claire Swift, they were not there. Antoine McClellan, Eric Simonson and Kate May, they were not there. Why? Uh, I don't know why they weren't there, but Trevor Loudon had a powerful message. And they didn't hear it. And in the past, when some of these uh, officials couldn't make it, they'd send someone from their staff, uh, like like Brett or Nick. um, I forget the last names who worked for uh, Vince Palestina, Claire Swift, and Don Gordian. They weren't there either. So I hope it was just an oversight, uh, because if they want to see Trevor Loudon's uh, remarks, it's posted on the com website and they can see that message and hear that message any time. Uh, so I hope they'll do that. But what bothers me even more, the fact that they didn't hear the message, is that when we desperately need Republicans to stand up and fight this woke agenda, uh, like uh, Trump, like uh, Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida, the New Jersey Republicans uh, at the state level, you know, with a few exceptions, you know, Claire Swift uh, had some strong statements about the wind turbines. Uh, and uh, you, you have uh, in, uh, I, I forget the, the name, the senator uh, of oh, Michael Testa in, um, in, in Cumberland County. Uh, he, they've been doing a strong job, but everybody else, you know, from Bob Hugan on down, uh, Bramnick, uh, Tom Kane, nothing uh, to, to say about the woke. Atlantic Cape Community College, that has gotten so bad that they had separate faculty meetings for blacks and whites because the president of the college said they, were, they wanted a safe place uh, for um, employees of color. Outrageous. Uh, the fact that diversity, equity, and, and inclusion are the priority of the community college as well as Stockton College, uh, which is run by Republicans. Republicans. We have our public schools are woke. You have an Atlantic City school board member uh, talks about a riot at a basketball game, and he's threatened with ethics violations. Same thing with the uh, new school board members in Ocean City. Uh, When they try to do the right thing, they're threatened with ethics violations at the state level. And where are the Republican state officials um, to defend these people? We have our liberty and prosperity lawsuit where we're now... Forced to be in the appeals court because the state refuses to recognize that casinos have an obligation to pay real estate taxes like everybody else and be, as, be assessed and taxed at all the based on the income that their real estate produces. Uh, so what have you heard from uh, Vince Palestina and those, the, the, the state officials? Um, the wind turbines and solar panels, did you hear them say anything? They're talking about the whales. Are they talking about the smart meters? Are they talking about the the rate increases? Uh, what about bail reform? We have all these criminals on the street. We can't lock them up. Uh, to, 2015, there was a, uh, a a state constitutional amendment that says that you can't lock these people up; that they're out in the street right away. Have you heard any Republicans say, "Yeah, we gotta we gotta repeal that bail reform provision"? Um, I haven't heard any Republicans talk about the fake anchor tax relief program that Murphy came up with. What good is it if if your property taxes go up and the state gives you money to help pay for the higher property taxes, but the state is not giving money to any of the stores where you buy your food or any of the offices? They have to raise their prices to pay higher property taxes, so it's a shell game. And, uh, and, and all you hear are Republicans saying, oh, the Murphy's wonderful. Look at this wonderful anchor tax relief program. Aren't we great? And uh, the, the, uh, the homeless, uh, you know, what's going on there? You had, uh, and, and I could go on and on. Uh, I, I won't. But I, I will say that, uh, oh, we have our, our woke prosecutor. You would expect that with a crime problem, you'd have a prosecutor who'd be talking about uh, you know, getting rid of the bail reform, uh, getting dangerous people off the streets, uh, getting the homeless. I mean, uh, the, the, just the illegal immigrants, the homeless, where no matter almost where you walk, uh, where you uh, shop, it, you know, you, you you just are not safe. Uh, and And we have a prosecutor who thinks he's a social worker. We have a sheriff who thinks he's a social worker. And Republicans seem to be OK with that. So that's one thing going on. And then the the, the final thing going on is, okay, well, how do you pick our Republicans? Everybody knows that when you have an election in November, you have Republicans running against Democrats. But who gets to pick who the Republican candidates are? And the answer is you have a handful of party leaders or bosses who decide. Um, We have a primary election in June, but as I proved when I ran in 2021 – uh, unless you run with an entire slate of candidates, and unless you have a good ballot position that is designed by the chairman, you're not going to win a June primary election. So how do you get picked? Well, on, uh, in two weeks, uh, March 18th, I, I think I'm going to be sitting in your chair on March 18th. Yes, you, uh, uh, yes, right. yes, you are. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, the, the Republicans are going to be having a what they call a convention. But it's not really a convention. It's a rubber stamp. Uh, the whole election or, or the whole convention is rigged to make sure that maybe five or six people decide who the Republican candidates are. And really, that's, ex- that's the same way it was when Nucky Johnson was running Atlantic City or when Hal Farley was running Atlantic City. Uh, 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 Nucky Johnson would get five or six people, you know, party leaders at the Ritz Hotel and decide who the candidates were going to be. And when Hap Farley took over from Nucky Johnson uh, in the 1930s, uh, he'd get together uh, at at Jimmy Boyd's house on Brighton Avenue, and five or six people would decide who the candidates are. Well, guess what? They called a convention, but nothing has changed. And it wouldn't be a problem if the party leaders would pick the best and the brightest candidates who are advancing a, a conservative Republican agenda. But no. Uh, If you've been listening to what's going on and there's nothing in the newspaper, nothing sort of on the outside, but with liberty and prosperity, we have a lot of people who know what's going on in the inside come to our breakfast discussions. And what's going on is that candidates are being picked based on who's related to who, who's friendly with who, and the best and the brightest possible candidates for the Republican Party in Atlantic City or in Atlantic County are being frozen out uh and no one's talking about it but i think we have to have a lot of conversation about that and and we'll be doing that at our liberty and prosperity meeting and i guess the final point is the jewish holiday of purim begins monday night uh all day tuesday that's when traditional jews it's like a reverse halloween the kids dress up in costumes and go door to door but instead of um, asking for treats they deliver treats and there's a whole uh We read the Megillah, the Book of Esther, the longest uh, book in the uh, Bible. And why is that important? It's important because Jews and Christians, we learn the Bible, we learn religion when we're small children. And so we only learn simplified stories. Uh, We don't learn the real wisdom of our religion. Uh, It used to be we learned that when we went to church or, or, or had Bible study as adults. But hardly anybody does that anymore. And what happens is... We go to colleges with where we have these woke uh, professors of comparative religion, who who just say, "See, all, all your religions—Judaism, Christianity, Islam—they're all for children. Uh, we have to grow out of our religions." And and, and these professors get people to reject uh, Judaism and Christianity and the Bible instead of learning how to appreciate the wisdom that you could only have as an adult. And that's something that. Uh, uh, I urge uh, everybody to read the Book of Esther um, uh, in the next couple of days. Almost everyone has a Bible in their house, so why not take it out and read it and talk about it? Because there's a lot of wisdom that goes way beyond uh, the the holiday of uh, of uh, you know handing out treats and dressing up in costumes. Anyway, uh, Liberty and Prosperity is meeting right now. I'm a minute late already, so I'm going to head <laughs> over to Sal's in Summers Point. Uh, to show up for my own meeting okay uh, have a great week
2: thank you, you too God. seth thanks for thanks for contributing uh, actually he's two minutes late <laughs> what's a minute ah, right. talk with the purpose is the show saturdays nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 i'm john damassey by the way uh, liberty and prosperity .com is the website LibertyandProsperity.com. A lot of good information on that, including uh, that business about Brian Cranston, which I can't believe. But that's <laughs> par for the course. I'm John Damassey. coming back, more talk with a purpose after these words.
0: Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com.
2: Back here on Talk with a Purpose, you know it's always a good day when our leadoff hitter is in the right spot. Right? Here he is, Matt in AC. Matt, you're on Talk with a Purpose. Good morning.
6: Coach, good morning, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, man. Hang in there. Hey, listen. I'm hearing all this black-white talk now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had some in your opening, and Seth had some in there. But look, I, I just don't understand any of it. I'm, I'm confused on, on racism. I I, I I don't see color, okay? I don't, you know. Look, I played football a majority of my life, and then whether or not you know it, uh, I was the minority in the locker room. Okay.
2: Yeah.
6: As a white guy, as a white guy, I was the minority in the locker room. Never had a problem. No problems. They just wanted to win the game. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. Yeah. It, it, it didn't matter about the color of your skin. Right. I don't. You know, all, all my black friends. Hey, man, how you doing? We go out. We we play ball. We fish. We crab. You know, we hang out. Nothing's ever brought up black and white. You know what I mean? They're just adding gas to the fire. Oh yeah, all these debates. Oh yeah, all these. Oh, they're adding gas to the fire. Is all they're doing? Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> and you also had me mention about uh, my least favorite athlete of all time.
2: <laughs> I knew you would pick here.
6: up on that. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, this knucklehead. That he doesn't want any white people at his house anymore, okay, his mansion in LA. And he will not give an interview to a white reporter as would be a black reporter. <laughs> now how how is that advancing race relations, John? No, Can you tell me no how? it's
2: not no, it's not at all. It's it's setting it back, actually. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, and that that was my point in opening in my opening statement. The blacks can say anything they want, nothing happens. But a white person says, "Oh, uh, gee, there's there's black hatred out there." And, well, it's true in a lot of cases. It, it really is. So, I I don't understand it either, Matt. I really don't. But it's a problem, and it's worth talking about. But it it really is a problem.
6: Well, I'm saying. People should stop talking about well, it. The, the, a
2: that's, little bit. That's sure. But how could because you? We, how we, could you we, stop talking about it when a, a, a comic strip is just wiped off the face of the earth in a matter of days because of a guy that said something? That, that's that's what really irks a lot of people.
6: Yeah. I mean, just look. Everybody's a person. Just. Live your life, man. Don't yeah. I mean oh, yeah. it's always in it's always in the news and and it stirs the soup, it's gas on the fire, and it's always, you know, you know, like LeBron James is why I hate him. I can't stand that dude. If I if I ever saw him, I I'd punch him dead in his teeth. But <laughs> I have to probably jump yeah. I'm six foot five, but I still have to jump to do it.
7: But yeah.
6: I can't stand that dude. Yeah. But well. just let things lie sometimes, you know. Just live yeah, your life. Well, the, the, I, I don't understand how it's always a racial issue everywhere you look. I don't know. Well, I'm it's confused.
2: it's the liberals, and and they continue to do that because they want to divide us. That's for sure. And Matt, thanks for the call. That's really what it is. Because, what better way to divide the people than to talk black versus white? And and I agree with Matt, I don't see color. I mean, you know i I just don't see it so i i I really am confused about this whole thing. But anyway, we will continue that discussion, among other things. Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, 609-407-1450. We'll talk to Linda, and then we'll talk to John, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. Well, I want to tell you that finally last week at BF Mazio, I saw the nut shop. Now it's, <laughs> you're, you're laughing at that, but it's, I mean, it's all kinds of nuts and they're each in, in jars and you can just pick whatever. I mean, there must be 15 or 16 different kinds. And I've never talked about that because I, that's not something I shop for, but you certainly can. And, of course, there's other things there. There's the prepared foods and there's the baked goods. And, of course, if you want uh, fruit baskets, gift baskets, that's the place to go. BF Mazio, best of the press eight years in a row. And why are they best of the press? Because they are. That's as simple as I can put it. Best of the press for BF Mazio. And, of course, you can go online. BFMazio.com. BFMazio.com is their website. You can shop online. You can join the text club. Uh, you text your number to 853 area code 609. And you get a text message every week and you get a coupon. And boy, there's all kinds of ways to shop and all kinds of ways to save at BFMazio. 601 New Road in Northfield. BFMazio.com is the website. 601 New Road in Northfield. And, of course, I failed to mention for the last couple of weeks the soups. They are second to none, and there's all kinds, and there's all kinds of prepared foods. I see something different every week. I look, I say, oh, yeah, i got to mention that. It's Mediterranean salmon. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) That's gourmet stuff, right? BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment.
5: When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money: Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856 751 751 1771 or email Joe at Jay Yakovich at BrokersIFS.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC Member SIPC Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company
8: Your
9: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey We have a wind advisor in effect till 3 p.m. this afternoon with winds gusting to 45 miles per hour windy today clouds giving way to some sunshine with a high of 56 clear moonlit sky this evening low tonight 30 then tomorrow will be partly sunny and breezy with a high of 58 i'm accuweathers holly Holder on wpg talk radio 95.5
2: back here on talk with a purpose 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio 609 407-1450. 407-1450. Let's talk to Linda in Absecon. Good morning, Linda. Welcome.
10: Good morning, John. St. So Matthew's is my favorite store. I love that store.
2: Uh, yeah, well, you and me both.
10: <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, really. And um, I love their turkey meatballs. And um, My husband loves their uh, chicken parm over linguine. And not to mention their potato salad, their chicken salad, their everything. It is just almost fun to go shop in there.
2: Well, thanks for continuing and, the commercial, you know? <laughs>
10: yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> plus, plus, I like Vince. Nice man, nice proprietor. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, Seth is one courageous man. Yeah, Really. Yeah, I yeah. I, have, I have, I we fight. But I have an enormous amount of respect for him. He is courageous. Yes, and he is. Did you get a ch- Did you get a chance to listen to Trevor Loudon? No,
2: I didn't. I'm on the air when he has these events, and um, I didn't get a chance to go on the website and listen. But uh, I heard he was very listened, good. Very good.
10: I listen. I listened to him, and and this really, and and your callers, this this is right up the alley. This Trevor Loudon and um i can i can hear andy and i can hear craig and i can hear matt i can anybody and uh on on your show i mean you will love this i have listened to it twice listened to it last night and listened to it this morning it'll blow your mind it was excellent excellent i i want i would have liked to have gone i was at an abortion clinic and uh so that i i it didn't work out for me to get there so and that was at the abortion clinic it was you know to say we have placards that says you know we will help yeah, and yeah. You know, pray to end abortion and yeah. so um but um i mean what this man, this is Trevor Loudon, and what he said i am telling you it's a must must watch you won't be sorry it'll make you feel more american you'll feel maybe a, a modicum of, of hope so um Yeah, he was talking about this. Now, get this. He was saying that there are counties that have gotten rid of their voting machines. So, Denny, look into it. So, I I was listening to um, uh, Seth talk about um, pointing out some of our failures of of our uh, representatives. And, um, yeah, I'm usually inclined to agree with him. So... um, but uh, no, seriously, think about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, John. Yeah, get rid of. No, seriously, you, you know, because I mean, Trevor, this Trevor Loudon pointed out, we'll never have another fair election. You're fooling yourself. You're deluded if you think we're going to have fair elections, and with what they can do with voting machines, <clears throat> and. So I'm um, so you know I'm on this. I didn't know. I didn't know that counties are getting rid of voting machines. That's huge. Yes, it is. So and Den- and Denny's progress- Denny's good, you know. So maybe we can work on him.
2: Well, uh, he's coming on, as you know, in uh, fifteen minutes. No, so. when? He's this morning.
10: Oh no, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what time? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Okey-dokey. i know i don't know if i'll be here at the abortion clinic oh okay thanks john
2: uh well you can hear it tomorrow it's replayed tomorrow so you can tell All right. okay thanks for the call linda john is in ocean city john good morning welcome to talk with a purpose
10: uh
11: yes good morning it was the demonization of capitalism it was actually the tearing down of statues and the rerunning of history that allowed big brother to, to gain a foothold now George Orwell had written 1984 as a fiction book, but actually it was a non-fiction book in reality. But anyway, speaking of National Socialists, uh, as Mr. Grossman had mentioned earlier, uh, there was a counteroffensive to the D-Day invasion of June 6, 1944, and it was the December 16th plan of the Nazis to cut uh, to cut through uh, communication lines and actually just break up any kind of union between General Montgomery in the North and General Patton in the South. So what they what they aimed to do was cut their way through the Amblev. Now Amblev had the American headquarters there; it was headquartered in Amblev. So to bring down the morale of the American GIs and the British uh, soldiers, they had they burned the whole they destroyed the town. They didn't burn it; then they blew it the hell up. They killed everybody there—blind, crippled, and crazy. Everybody, um, men, women, and children—just destroyed the whole town, leveled it to bring the morale down. However, it didn't quite work out in their favor because. Uh, that weasel Heinrich Himmler, that's what he was. He was a human weasel. He actually, uh, <clears throat> he ordered German soldiers that they captured any American GIs to just shoot them under the SS. So 80 American soldiers were cut down in Malmedy. So that, that 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 brought the morale up. So it's, it's, it's a tactic of the enemy to bring the morale down of, an, of their enemy. So if you're teaching critical race theory, it says that we're born racist. That's what it is. A three-month-old baby is a racist. That's what they say. So <laughs> basically, you're born a racist. That's that's critical race theory. Yeah. And actually, uh, that, yeah, that's not a 21st century phenomenon. That goes back to Mohammed Farad, also called Mohammed Farad, also called Wallace Dodd Ford. He was a He was pimping out hoes and, and selling drugs on the streets of Detroit. Oh, yes, he was so. And that's what put him under the FBI watch list. But anyway, his namesake is Mohammed. Now, Mohammed had driven rich Jews out of uh, Medina, and they traveled 95 miles north to a swamp called Kaibar. Uh, and they turned it into a thriving oasis because they had the Midas touch. They know how to make money. Well, Jewish people were go with money, and these Arabian Jews were no different. They built it back into a thriving community. Muhammad got wind of it, took his soldiers, his men, and they camped outside of the night, and he swore. If I hear the fudger, the morning prayer, I won't uh, attack. But he knew better. That's a bunch of crap because they were driven out of Medina because they wouldn't accept him as the apostle of Allah. They said, no, we worship Jehovah. We don't worship Allah. That's not our God, and we're not going to pay the jizya, the tax. Well, they were driven out into the desert. But he burned the town to the ground. He raped all the, him and his men raped the women, sold them into sex slavery, he killed all the men down to puberty, little boys that are under puberty. And that's the real Muhammad, okay? So uh, uh, don't teach me a so, bunch of bull crap anymore. I, I don't want to hear, I'm tired of it. And uh, no, uh, we can't meet in the middle of our Constitution. We ain't going to meet, Thank.
2: All right, John. Passionate and fiery. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. Talk for the Purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. We'll uh, talk to Bob after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Boy, this hour number one always flies by. Hour number one, some final thoughts on that. And uh, Bob,
0: of course, and maybe you. After these words. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, PO Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey 08203, or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg, World war 2 memorialcom
2: Back here on Talk with a Purpose, don't forget our Talk with a Purpose replay. Sundays, 5 until 8. So it's today's show tomorrow. So if you miss anything, well, you can tune in again. Sundays, 5 till 8. Talk with a Purpose replay right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is the live version, of course, of Talk with a Purpose. Let's talk to Bob in Florida. Bob, good morning. How you doing?
12: Well, I'll tell you what. There's something called Red Tide here in Florida. And it's not publicized much, but you cannot go outdoors without coughing like crazy. Uh, there, I'll send you a photo, John, of a. I think, I, yeah, I'll send you a photo. I've got of a sixty-pound Goliath grouper was washed washed up on my beach. Wow. And, uh, I mean, it's nauseating. It is nauseating, and uh, it's been here for a couple of weeks, and it's not going anywhere. And and you know, it's. I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't want to be too long-winded here, but back 30 years ago, we had beach closing in in New Jersey, and yes. it was all over the Philadelphia, New York media, right? Because yes. water standards in New Jersey were so, you know, don't go to the beach. It killed tourism here. Well, the media down here in Florida, they cooperate with the tourist industry. You don't even see it on on the evening local news, and and you know it's it's it's. Uh, 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 an algae bloom that is highly toxic to fish. It it makes people call it like crazy. Tucker Carlson had an expert on it uh, yesterday, and uh, you know th- this this red tide algae, you know, it bloom. It what it does? It's a neurotoxin. Okay, and the. The ALS, there's supposedly an association with getting ALS and being exposed to this stuff. So, I don't know. This booming real estate market we see in Florida, I don't know. I mean, this this red tide's been a problem. It's it's caused by, apparently, fertilizer runoff. But, look, that's not what what I called about here. Uh, Seth Grossman, as usual, absolutely right on these smart meters so one thing we should mention here when they cut your electric power your ac compressors if you have an elevator in your commercial building or even in your home if that gets hit with a surge when that power goes back on could damage your 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 very valuable equipment like your ac compressors and your your uh, elevator motors so, you know, it's just another drawback of of this green new deal idiocy that we have Phil Murphy to thank for. Wouldn't have it if Jack Chitterelli were elected governor that's right. but that's New Jersey.
2: That's you right. Know,
12: that's that's what we get. Okay. Hey, look, finally uh you know, John mentioned about, you know, the the you know, and look, World War II we always bring up about how absolutely horrible the Nazis were. They were horrible. But the Russians were just as horrible, even worse. They were a lot worse. My parents were part of the 15 million ethnic Germans that were removed from Eastern Europe. Wow. Uh, they were, they were, you know, they, that was their ancestral home for a thousand years in the mountains of, of present-day Slovakia, okay? It was a German village. They had them all over. There, there was, in, in Russia... There was a city called kanigsburg it was it was a you know there there were these German people there there were like two million of them there were called Volga Germans. even the Bolsheviks did not mess with them because they were so productive but then Stalin got his revenge. And these people disappeared. So, you know, it's something that is really not mentioned much, but there were horrible people on both sides. The RAF, the British Air Force, firebombed Dresden, a civilian city. No no military pr- objects there. My father, when he was escaping the Russians on his bike, he rode his bike through, the, through Dresden. Uh, that's where people were. Incinerated by a hundred thousand people were incinerated. Boy, so you know, again, it's it's that, the that's, truth yeah. about history that 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 Roosevelt, Stalin, Churchill, and Hitler—they're all burning in hell. I guarantee you yeah. that. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay.
2: Uh, the, by uh, the way, thanks for um, reminding me about Ron DeSantis because I forgot about it, and then you reminded me, and I, I tuned it in. Very good interview.
12: Very good interview. And oh,
2: I, that was I'm going to get the book. Yeah,
12: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and me, yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're not going to be in Florida next Saturday, are you, John? No,
2: two weeks. Two weeks.
12: Okay. Okay, because uh, there's a great event that, uh, well, well, we'll tell you about next week. Okay. Uh, well, after next, uh, yeah, yeah okay. we're, we're having a great event there, and somebody wanted to Anyway, you would have been my guest. You would have really liked it. All right, John.
2: All right. Thanks for the call, Bob. Let's talk to Elmer in Maryland. Elmer, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose.
13: Uh, Good morning, John. Uh, Nice to talk to you. Same here. I got one question and two comments. My question is, uh, on your show, they have a disclaimer. Can I ask why they do that? (laughs)
2: Because <laughs> they don't want to get sued, they want me to get sued.
13: <laughs> is that
14: that's, what it is? Yeah. Okay, I was just yeah. Another show has that. I'm like, okay.
2: Yeah, well, that's th- yeah. that. That's uh, listen. They can sue me all they want. There's not. They're not going to get a lot of things.
15: <laughs> <laughs> My, Absolutely. I just said, uh, it was a question I always wanted to ask you. Yeah. My Points are
13: two of them. Is one of them. I got the Santa's new book, and I wasn't impressed.
1: No? Why?
13: You know, I, stopped, I thought, man, I'm going to love this book, and it's going to be great. And I was reading it, and I'm like, this is boring. It, it didn't, didn't, <clears throat> you know, I just didn't see anything that I, it's popped out at me. It was like a biography of when he was young. Yeah. Well, you, I,
2: know, or, you know, you the, know, these kind of politicians, they write a book, and they're up and coming, And it's something to talk about. And I don't think they're particularly worried about winning a Pulitzer Prize. They just they just want to get the book out and advance their story and advance his candidacy, which is okay. But but I I didn't I didn't expect it to be, uh, you know, gone with the wind. So I, (laughs) you know, I I didn't I didn't expect that.
13: But but I. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. I said, you know, it was like twenty five dollar book, and I'm like, damn, I should have my yeah, twenty five dollars.
2: Yeah, that's right.
13: I <laughs> mean, I, I am a fan, but my my third uh, final thing, real quick, is, do you know the Chinese are buying? Uh, they building police
15: stations here in the United States. Have you heard that?
2: No, I haven't.
15: That uh, your callers are very knowledgeable. So yeah,
2: maybe well, maybe somebody callers. has heard of it. Yeah. But uh Elmer, thanks. Okay. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Six oh nine-407-1450. Oh yes, Denny Levinson coming up at ten o'clock this morning. Our county executive. And we're gonna tell we're gonna ask him why did he uh decide to run again and what are some of the things that are the, the county is facing and just a, a a general look at what's coming up. And maybe this time around we will have a debate here on this show between Denny and somebody who was running. <laughs> Remember the last time? <laughs> oh, boy, I'll tell you. It's fun. It's, it's fun when you when you do this show. Uh, Talk With the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, hour number one, rapidly, in the books. Hour number two, Denny Levinson, on the way. Don't go away.
1: 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD 3 Millville, a Town Square Media station.
0: The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station
8: advertisers.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk With a Purpose, John DeMassi.
2: Our number two, Talk With a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are awaiting Denny Levinson calling in, county executive, and we'll talk to him uh, as soon as he uh, calls into the show. We, uh, I tell you, this this whale thing is really, uh, and we'll talk about it later on in the show after we talk to Denny But um, furthering our coverage of the whale deaths in South Jersey, Congressman Jeff Van Drew criticized the Biden administration over plans to greatly expand offshore wind power. Van Drew plans to hold a hearing on the whole wind power whale death issue March 16th at the Wildwood Convention Center. If the federal government and these offshore wind companies have nothing to hide, then prove it. This is what Van Drew said. They must prove that these projects will have no effect on the environment, which is hard to believe following the deaths of whales. Van Drew accuses the Biden administration of misleading people to further a Green New Deal. The agenda without debate or opposition. We'll see what happens here. But we we've heard that before. That you, you know, the Biden administration, the Murphy administration, Green New Deal, oh, this wind power energy—it's it's all great for the environment, but is it? And and I'm waiting for somebody to prove that. And by the way, we are up to we are up to twenty five. We had another uh, couple of whale deaths this week. 25, I believe, since December 1st. And this is according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. This is a research and monitoring institute or initiative announced last year by New Jersey Environmental and Utility Regulars. It's launching numerous projects to establish a baseline of current ocean conditions with plans for monitoring while wind farms are built and operated. Now, the $26 million program is funded but not carried out by Orsted and Atlantic Shores. They're required by the state to pay for the research as part of their projects. So we'll see where that goes. So they've, they've got to pay for research. So the research is not really telling us anything so far except they said oh they the the wind turbines and they they don't harm the environment the research and the digging and the it doesn't harm it, it doesn't harm the wheels <laughs> how do they know that's the question and we will probably be asking that question for quite some time 609-407-1450 is the number here 609-407-1450 we are Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio at 95.5. We, uh, we plan to talk about this in the third hour, but uh, since, you know, this show is very fluid. We move things around. <laughs> uh, this happened, uh, this is the state of Kentucky. And opponents in Kentucky are upset about a bill. (laughs) They want to ban drag shows for children. (laughs) Can you imagine drag shows for children? I can't believe that. Advocates defended the measure which would ban the performances on public properties where children could see them. Republican lawmakers on Thursday in Kentucky advanced a bill aimed at putting limits on drag shows. Now, of course, (laughs) they are. Oh, boy. Opponents of this measure say it's discriminatory. You can't stifle First Amendment rights. Or can you? This bill not only compromises or asks me to explain my humanity, but it also brings into question my livelihood, said one drag queen. What? Your livelihood? <laughs> we, will, we, we, will, we will talk about that. <laughs> Your livelihood should be in front of adults, not kids. We'll pick this up a a little later on in the show. Oh, boy. We we never run out of things to talk about. (laughs) We welcome into the show Atlantic County Executive Denny Levinson. Denny, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
16: Good morning. It's always a pleasure.
2: Thank you. Thanks for coming on. So, uh, are are you a glutton for punishment that you decided to run again?
16: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I have, as a matter of fact. And. uh... Uh, it's uh, it's that time of the year again. Yeah. I look forward to it. I yeah. like to, I like campaigning.
2: Yeah. Well, do uh, you think they'll pick a candidate who has something to say? <laughs> that, that's it, that's interesting that
16: uh, you say that. If we'll find out if they have something to say, because as you and everybody knows, it follows politics here. I insist on the. Uh, having debates and you know i think it's uh, the democratic way that people say what they've done and uh the other person of course can criticize it and say what they're going to do I, uh, I look forward to that
2: well you know i'm going to make you this offer as soon as we find out who the candidate is let's set up a debate on this show okay bingo yeah. done Okay, well you you're not the problem. <laughs> it's it's the other party that's the problem.
16: Well, I've debated empty chairs a few times, uh, <laughs> but you know, I don't know how you expect to run for office and not put yourself before the people rather than go f- to political rally after political rally. Um I think that's what's wrong sometime. Uh, you know, the the limited amount of debates number 1, the fanfare, uh, questions being given uh, prior to it, I don't know if that gives people a uh, uh, a good understanding of what they're going to have. Of course, with me, uh, you know, I've been there, so, you know, there's no surprises.
2: Right. Uh, what do you see as some of the issues facing the county in this upcoming election?
16: Well, I think the biggest issue all the time with me are uh, taxes continually. That's, uh, that's my number one concern. Number 2 concern of course is diversifying our economy and uh and uh, and of course you know having services that are second to none these are the things that uh, um you know I see as a county executive and running a county um, and uh, you know very proud of what we've done the the idea that um someone is going to run and I understand that and it's acceptable of course uh but they have to also ask what they 're going to do better than what i 've done, so and I think a very big issue, and uh, you know when I said taxes is this damn pilot that uh, this the state of New Jersey has been hosing us for i can 't it costs us five million a year oh and oh. Uh, if that's the pardon me
2: i said oh uh, that, that 's that's, that's ridiculous that really is ridiculous. Well,
16: Well, when a judge tells you that you should meet and discuss it, sit down and give the people, the taxpayers, a break. When he says from his chair that uh, we, uh, we expect you to do this, we agreed immediately. And the state has not, to this day, picked up the phone. Nobody from the governor on down has called us and said, look, let's settle. We've won now. We won in uh, 2018. We got 30 million. Then, of course, they changed the, the rules. They moved the goalposts and they passed another pilot, yeah. which, uh, uh, you know, cost us 4.7 million a year. Now, why do they do that? They do it because the casinos are hurting. They're bleeding from the, their arteries. Now, if anybody believes that, you haven't <laughs> read the paper or heard about the incredible in, in uh, profits that the casinos are making now and there's another thing if you think i'm being unreasonable we're the only county that the state is doing this to yeah uh, i mean there's there's 21 counties and we're the only one that's taken this hit and you know in the state when you talk to them they say look your, your county's in good shape Uh, I mean, it's complimentary in a way. You know, Levinson's done a good job. He's held down the taxes. You got a great surplus, et cetera, et cetera. So you can afford it. Well, why should our people have to pay to, uh, to pump up the casinos themselves? It's not fair. And if it is fair, then tax everybody.
2: That's right. So you've won, but yet you haven't won, is what you're saying.
16: It's exactly what I'm saying, and just <laughs> to point out what an abomination this is, when the Democrats, uh, John uh, Amato and uh, Vince Mazio, they were really very high on this new pilot until they read it. In fact, Amato was the uh, sponsor, yeah, and they pulled their names off. They went public and voted against it. And, they, you know, you, you bang the opposition around all the time because that seems to be the atmosphere we're, we're living in. But in a situation like this, I want to compliment them. They stood tall. They stood up to the, the governor. They stood up to their party. And they said no. So what does this mean to us? Well, it means it's the guy that's sponsoring it. Can't, has to hold his nose and not only vote yes, but votes no on it. It's that bad for the people of this county. And, uh, but, you know, as long as they keep ignoring us, they, uh, uh, what they get away with. What can I do? You know, hold my breath?
2: Where does it stand now, though? What's the status?
16: Oh, boy. That's a good question. The, uh, the pilot itself, you know, I, I'm not real positive with this. I believe we're, we're going to win. But then again, you know, the state has deep pockets. And, uh, uh but, you know, to answer your question, as of, November 16th of 2022, the state's brief agenda, uh, state's brief were due on December 30th of 22. We won. We got our 13 percent increase that we screamed about. Now we're in this situation that uh, we're waiting for this state's brief again on March 30th. So, you know, you hear many times when somebody loses a case in court. And they feel they're justified, but they can't appeal. And the reason they can't appeal is it's so expensive to appeal. They usually blew all their money on the, uh, uh, on the lower courts. Now, with that said, when somebody else is using your money, what do they care? Yeah. No, they lose. They lost three times uh, with this new pilot, and they don't care as much as it. And they don't even use their own attorneys. The state of New Jersey hasn't found one single attorney in the attorney general's office, which I think there's about a 1,000 lawyers. They can't find one that's on the payroll. They had to go outside and pay uh, millions for uh, outside counsel. Figure that one out, ladies and
2: gentlemen. Jeez, I'll tell you. It, it, It just gets worse and worse.
16: Let me make it even more worse. When we were in court with them, their high, their hired attorney, uh, high-priced hired attorney, which runs between four and six hundred an hour, they had someone from the attorney general's office sitting next to him <laughs> oh, <geez>. in court, <laughs> saying nothing. So it's uh, it just seems to me that uh, this are uh, the inequities of uh, of government, and it does have its limitations. And unfortunately, only way to solve this, and I mean it sincerely, is if people of goodwill would uh, say we've had enough. It's like that movie, you know, I can't stand it anymore. But, you know, we play by the rules, at least I do.
2: Well, uh, I'll let you gloat for a minute. Um, what are some of your biggest accomplishments as county executive?
16: You know, <laughs> when a politician talks about what they do, it's not gloating. It's, it's business because you want people to know that you're an employee and you've worked hard and you deserve to be rehired. So I'm, I'm very confident in uh, what we have done since uh, I was county executive. Uh, you know, we fought the pilot. We won. That was $30, uh, uh, 30 million in our pocket. And uh, we also have a comprehensive high school, which means we're not at our ACIT, which was old Votech. We're now teaching more, and I'm not demeaning it. We're teaching more than cosmetology and uh, uh, and also small motors. So now we're getting people prepared because when I talk to people in corporations throughout, that uh, they say, you know, we need an educated workforce, which is why a lot don't come here. Now we changed the whole curriculum at ACIT. We also decided we are going to make aviation our priority. Now for. A hundred years, yeah, you know, people have talked about we have to diversify our economy.
2: Absolutely, yes.
16: Well, I've done it. We have an aviation park right now that no one could believe that that we did it here in in Atlanta County. That people would come down here. And in fact, when I first thought about, you know, using what we have, I mean, what an asset the Atlantic City Airport is, along with the uh, uh, with the FAA. It's an incredible. Uh, 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 asset now when I wanted to build the first building the naysayers all said well who are your tenants we don't have any yet we didn't even have prospective tenants but I knew from talking to the people down at Embry-Riddle the foremost university in aviation you know like they gave a blueprint and we we followed it Uh, and uh, you know for those that said gee it's not going to make it Well, why don't you tell the people at NASA it's not going to make it? Tell the FAA it's not going to make it. Tell the National Institute of Aerospace they're not going to make it. And Wolpert Engineering and Thunderbolt and General Dynamics. Now, this is who we have in the first building. So you can just imagine what the future is going to be. And had we not had that damn pandemic, we would have a a second and for sure sure a second and possibly a third building up right now. So they want to come down here. They want to be here, and uh, we've proven that uh, we uh, are going to support this industry. By the way, John, these are not people that are uh, carrying ice cream on the beach, and I'm not demeaning them in any way, but these are terrific jobs we have. We're not just looking at summer employment, you know, in a bar or a, as a waiter, waitress, or, or a, uh, the other things that we have when the, uh, the summertime comes. These are round-the-clock 12 months a year jobs, with starting at six figures. So this is what's happening, and it's happening right now. Let me repeat this, because I am so proud about it. Uh, you know, when people say, well, who's there? NASA, National Institute of Aerospace, Wolpert Engineering, Thunderbolt, General Dynamics. And uh, if you think that's by accident, it's not. So we're, uh, that I guess I'm extraordinarily proud of. Uh, also... Um, years ago, there was uh, we had a serious circumstance at my house, and uh, someone went into cardiac arrest, and called nine one one. Of course, and the police came, and they stood around staring because uh, they had to wait for the EMTs. So you know, it's it's not like uh, gee, look what I thought of. But I thought, gee whiz, if they had a defibrillator. It would solve everything. So Ken LaFever heard, uh, heard me talking, and he said, you know, my dad died of cardiac arrest. He was an assemblyman, and he said, I'm going to get you $100,000. So he gave me 10 money to start. At this time now, at least we were, we were the only county in the country that had every single emergency vehicle with defibrillators. Not only that, now you see them in department stores, you see them in gyms. And I don't want to sound condescending to your listeners, but cardiac arrest is worse than a heart attack.
2: Oh, I know that. Every I know
16: second, that. Yeah. Every second it goes by, John, you've yeah. got problems. Oh, yeah. So we did that here, and uh, all over the county, all over the state now and the country, they have followed that lead, which I'm extremely proud of. And we here, when we started out, it was so unique, we were giving uh, buttons and pins to the EMTs that have saved lives. We handed out about 100, and Mike Sherman, if you remember Mike, Mike was uh, in charge of this. He did a great job, and, you know, he's since uh, passed away, but he was uh, uh, an extraordinary employee, and we put this together, and it made uh, you know, nationwide. Hopefully it'll make uh, nationally because it's an important thing to do. And uh, so, I mean, another thing. I guess uh, when I take credit for this, uh, I'm at the Atlantic City uh, site for the old high school. And I'm looking, and it's nothing there. And I called Harvey Kesselman, the the, uh, president of Stockton. And I asked him to meet me. And he met me there, and I said, look, why don't you put Stockton here? Let's turn Atlantic City into a university town. He said, I've been trying and trying, but I don't have any money right now. Our money at Stockton is tied up at Showboat. And the state can't finance it. So I said, I'll take care of it. As long as there's a guarantee, it won't cost the taxpayer one red cent. I'll find the money for you. Which, by the way, we did. You now have a university city because Stockton is there, and that's just the beginning. And that's the lower end of of Atlantic City, and it's something we're very, very proud of. I, for for one, am very proud of it. And the financing came. And we were the only county in the country that financed a state university. So it's, uh, it shows you when you have money in your pocket and you don't squander it and you save it for that rainy day, good things happen.
2: You, you, you are certainly right. Uh, Denny, we got to take a break here, you know, pay some sure. bills. Sure. <laughs> we'll come back and talk to you a little bit more. Denny Levinson, Atlantic County Executive, he is our guest this morning here on Talk With a Purpose. 609-407-1450. Denny always takes questions if you have any for the county executive. This is the time to do it. 609- 407-1450. I'm John DeMassi. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. But first, we got to talk about another excellent job. That's right. Not only the county executive, but Lexus. Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road in EHT. Uh, now having a sales event. They call it the sales event. <laughs> that's, that's creative, isn't it? But uh, special deals, special financing on all the models. You'll certainly uh, in, enjoy that. And of course, you know, we haven't mentioned this, but Lexus is one of the leaders in the electric vehicle market. And and now they have so many electric vehicles. If that's the route you want to go, certainly you can. Me, I'm I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm I'm the old-fashioned guy. I'm I'm going to drive a gas-powered for a while. But anyway, you, you drive a Lexus whether it's electric or whether it's gas. It's one of the finest automobiles on the market today. And when you see these surveys of uh, customer satisfaction, Lexus is always two or three, but it's always up there in the top. So you try it for yourself, test drive one or two or three, and whether it's electric or gas, you can test drive them all. But see it for yourself and find out if Lexus is for you. And chances are it will be. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. Online at aclexus.com. aclexus.com is the website. Check that out. A lot of good information as well. We'll come back with more. Talk with a purpose with our guest, Danny Levinson, after these words.
3: I'm Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks.
2: Back here on Talk with a Purpose, Danny Levinson, our guest, Atlanta County Executive. And, of course, he's running again. For county executive. Who else could run the county? <laughs> That's the question. 609-407-1450. We're going to go to the phones. Eric in Abseek. And Eric, you're on the air with Atlantic County Executive Denny Levinson. What's your question?
8: Good morning. Good morning, Denny. Good morning, John. Denny. Uh, with everything that is the plans that are going out at the airport and the expansion, which is going to be absolutely great for this area, a while back, there was rumors that they wanted to turn the airport here into a cargo destination to eliminate the cargo flights out of kennedy liberty, LaGuardia, so they could uh, accommodate more commercial is there still any plans or anything in the works that they want to establish a cargo destination for this airport in Atlantic City here? It was
16: reality, or I should say, it was very close to reality until the pandemic hit. In fact, we were sitting in negotiations with uh, some corporations, and they said what they needed to re- reconfigure a some of our intersections to accommodate what they wanted, we were willing to do it, and uh, now hopefully it's still alive, but uh, unfortunately on the back
1: burner.
8: Uh, if, the, uh, if they establish something like that, and uh, the cargo flights start coming in, I had heard that they are talking about almost a thousand flights a day would be arriving. Now the the, uh, warehouse space, how would they transport the goods that would be coming into this airport if that comes to fruition to North Jersey to the distribution points? Would they have to install railroad lines? Would they have to install a, 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 a a road system? Because the existing highways and the the train, there would be no way to get that uh, transport to to North Jersey. And uh, one last question. Is the Port Authority of New York having any influence over our airport here? Uh,
16: I don't believe they do have a whole lot over it. They were talking about taking over the airport, and uh, now you mention the 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 Port Authority, that was in the works that they would take over the airport down here, but it uh, has not come to fruition. But I do, but look, they take everything from us here. And if you want to just talk about Atlantic City, they took the luxury tax from Atlantic City. We're talking about the airport. They took the airport from Atlantic City. Then they wonder what's going on in Atlantic City. As long as they continue to skin them, they do. But uh, you know, it's that's good. I want to pick that back up again. I'm glad you brought that up. We do have people working for it over at the, uh, uh, at the airport, but I'll find out the status. I appreciate that.
2: Den- Denny, uh, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned taxes before, yeah. uh, and they're always an issue, but you seem to have held them down throughout your tenure. Uh, how have you done that?
16: Um, I'm not going to evade that, but I'm going to say this because I'm very proud of what we've done. Uh, We were able to achieve a two cent reduction from last year. And that's with uh, despite experiencing the highest inflation in 40 years, significant labor shortages. And the state of New Jersey hit us with a 24 percent increase of our state health benefits for local governments and employees. Now, and another $1.5 million increase in pension payments. Uh, and then, of course, they screwed us out of that 4.7 of the pilot. So the question is that you asked, how do you do it? Well, we do it because uh, we're frugal. We have extraordinary uh, people. And I have to single out, if I singled out uh, uh, Jerry Del Rosso and Diana Ritala and, uh, and Bonnie Lindau that do the, the budget. Uh, that's the brains of the operation, and uh, you know if I'm very beholding to them, and the people of Atlanta County are beholding to them, because we do uh, extraordinary things here. But it's going to be overlooked if our taxes are out of control. Now we're doing this in a state with the highest taxes in the country.
2: I, I was just going to so, ask you. I was just going to ask you. Can you like teach a class to Phil Murphy? <laughs> on how to keep taxes down. I mean, he he never m- misses a, an opportunity to spend money.
16: Well, that's the difference, you know. I say now, getting political. I always say with the Republicans, as bad as we are, and we're awful, we're better than they are, and uh, I think that's been proven back and forth. Of course, we have a tendency to step on ourselves all the time. You know, uh, and uh, this last midterm election should have been a sweep. But, of course, they had to get into this uh, uh, debate yeah. over abortion yeah. rights. Yeah,
2: yeah. That know, was... we'd
16: have a senator from Pennsylvania right now, yeah. Dr. Oz, who should have had more sense saying that abortion should be left to the state legislature. That's right. I mean, whoever heard of such a thing? I, it's, oh, On TV they did. He said uh, it.
2: Ridiculous, ridiculous. It, 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 that, was, that was the dumbest thing they ever did. The Republicans should be ashamed well, guess of
16: themselves. What? It cost you Pennsylvania, yeah, and I'm sure it cost you another handful of uh, legislators. But midterm elections, especially with Biden having all the problems he's having, we should have cleaned up. Oh yeah, but of course, all we yeah, but we, but we didn't.
2: Uh, we got some so, uh, people who wa- want to talk to you, Denny, Steve, in Absecon Island. Yeah. Steve, good morning. You're on with County Executive Denny Levinson.
15: Yeah. Eight, eight. Good morning, John. Good morning, Denny. Always a terrific program, and Denny, we appreciate you taking the heat here, as we say on the John Demassey show. <laughs> I'm going um... <coughs> to excuse me. Oh boy, I got all choked up. Um, make a you're always you're talking my language when you talk about reduction in taxes, but it's but really what you're talking about. Is a fair application of taxation. When you talk about the pilot program not being fair, you either tax everybody at the same rate or you don't, right? You're in agreement with that.
16: Let me me just expound on that for a moment. When the state of New Jersey raised all of the municipalities, uh, their uh, uh, labor uh, for uh, health insurance, it raised us 24%. They raised their workers, you ready, 3%. Now, you figure that one out.
15: Well, sure. I, I, uh, absolutely. So let me expand on that. And I brought this up many times on John DeMasi's show that the application of, of our taxation policy is not being applied fairly across the board. For example... In Pleasantville, you have a three percent sales tax to gentrify that location, but in Ocean City, you don't. It's six percent, right? So, so one appliance manufa- uh, dealership gets a three, has three uh, percent competitive advantage. The guy down in Cape Mayo owns a hotel. He has to pay. Uh, the consumers have to pay a fourteen percent occupancy tax, while people who occupy a and B, Airbnb, don't have to pay it. Uh, if you if you build a new home in Atlantic City, you get a uh, a, a tax abatement. Whereas if you build a new home in Agarbor Harbor Township, you don't. So you would agree with me because what you're saying is, with the pilot program, you either tax people all at the same rate using the same application of the tax law, or you don't. You don't start doing these giveaways to different car vats for different businesses
16: when we're in. When, uh... There was a European historian and writer, his name was Tocqueville, and he came to America, I guess, around the 1820s, 1830s, and he wrote about America and our democracy. And he was pretty clear back then, a few hundred years ago, pretty clear back then, when the people get an idea that they can vote themselves treasure, when they can vote themselves largess. That is the beginning of the decline of a democratic state. So the people understand. You have your politicians now. Last time I ran, you know, when I said to somebody, well, what was your solution? Tax the rich. My response, you tax the rich, they're the most mobile people uh, ever. All they got to do is pick themselves up and live in Florida for six months or move to North Carolina or Texas. You know, the idea that you're going to tax these people and they're going to stay there and take these shots they're not. Look what's happening down in Florida. I guarantee you, if you, uh, if you threw a rubber ball in uh, Boca Raton, in, in Fort Lauderdale, in Miami, out on the the, the, uh, the West Coast, you could not miss somebody from New Jersey down there.
15: That's right. Yes, They're I, all I, there. I, let me say one more thing, finally, and then I'll... Uh, listen to to your uh, other callers and and your statements we have to it's first of all i agree with you and 100 percent it's great to hear what you're saying um the 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 application of tax law has to be applied evenly with no carve outs and uh, that's number one that's what toqueville's talking about that's what you're talking about uh and number two we have to get back to the responsibility of government that says it's not our money yes we need police and fire and public works and and things of that nature to, to because there's a communal uh way that we live with each other you know like a like a like the big condominium in the sky if you will but but we have to get back to applying these tax laws not taking the carbons. and i'm glad that you're that you're of like mind with the rest of us, and I thank you for your time. Thanks for the call, Steve. We appreciate it.
16: You're quite welcome. Uh, Look, the things we do outside the box. Now, you tell me what county. Uh, Boscoff was gone under, and Mr. Boscoff, an older gentleman, came out of retirement to save his legacy and to save his uh, uh, department store. Came to see me and said, look, I have 200 and some people working there, and I need almost like a bridge loan that he couldn't get from a bank. And he came to me. Look, they're here in our community. Without Boscoff, that whole shopping center is going to fail. What can you do for me? I said, well, we'll figure out a way to keep you afloat, Mr. Boscoff, but I want to guarantee from you that we, if something does go south, We get paid first. We're in the first position. And he agreed on it. Uh, This was 12 years ago. Uh, They have paid it all back. They've paid it all back with interest, and they're free and clear now. And it hasn't cost the taxpayers one cent, and Boscov's department store is still open and thriving. So that's something we're very, very proud of. But when I first wanted to do this, The people, well, what are you doing? You're subsidizing one one business against another business. You know, all businesses can come and see us. If they have difficulties, they have collateral, it's not going to take us. uh, If things do go south, what are you going to do for us? For instance, uh, with Stockton and Atlantic City, we put our money up there. What was our guarantee that we were going to get paid? Well, from tuition. As they rented the rooms up there, leased them to the students, we would get paid. They haven't missed the payment. Atlantic City is a university town, and it's going to continue to thrive because of that. So, you know, you you got to take your shots. I remember when we did Boscoffs, screaming and yelling from, uh, you know, what's government getting involved in private industry for? Because sometimes you have to. <laughs> That's it, right. It
12: seems right.
2: Yeah. You, so. you, you save them, <laughs> basically. What, what, what would you have? An empty store? <laughs>
16: And, and, uh, and a couple hundred people on yeah. uh, off tax rolls yeah. trying to feed their kids and their yeah. family. Yeah, uh, we're, we're pretty proud of that. And I will say this, with the difficulties with the freeholder board uh, I have at, at times, uh, after we, it was explained to them, we had it unanimous from the freeholders. I'm very pleased with that.
2: Okay, John in Ocean City wants to talk to you. John, you're on with Atlantic County Executive Denny Levinson. Is he? Is John there?
11: In vain. There's trillions of gallons. Hello?
2: Yes, go yes. ahead. Start over again, John.
11: Oh, okay, yes. Off the coast of Israel, there's the Leviathan vein. off the coast of northern Cyprus as well, in the eastern Mediterranean, all the way into the heartland of Russia. All that black gold, trillions of gallons of natural gas and crude. The BRICS countries are not going to go green anytime soon, yes. We developed fusion tourist technology and... Um, use the steam energy that they use in the Nordic model countries. Yes, we could transfer to green. Meanwhile, gas burns cleaner than coal does, but they dismantled the uh, BL England uh, generating plant in Beasley's Point. They're teaching carnal now as a little kid. Instead of uh, teaching uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic, they're teaching sodomy, (laughs) masturbation, and fellatio. That's (laughs) insane.
16: Mm. Um, I'll say it again. Policy. Um, Let me explain to you again. Common sense has to be brought back into government. And I said this earlier in the show, as bad as we are as Republicans, we're better than they are. And it's something you better think about. Donald Trump, with the things he did that were positive, he stepped on it all the time because of his personality and his mouth. And that was the problem. We were energy independent with, let yeah. to say it again, yeah. energy independent. Yeah. Now... <laughs> Our uh, gas prices are sky high because they. Did, but Biden decided we're not going to do this. We don't want to uh, piggyback on the success of the Republicans. I mean, we can go on and on, to, you know, how they wanted to undo everything that was done. So it uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to go that way too fast. But in the meantime, I would not discourage you from buying a, uh, uh, a gasoline engine. Uh,
2: Danny. Anything else you want to talk about the, as far as the county is concerned and as far as uh, what the future holds for Atlanta County?
16: Well, the future is bright. And uh, like I said, <clears throat> when you have a new industry, a new industry that is a, a, it's going to be a boomtown once this thing gets started, but it has to start small. We have one building up, and like I said, if you have NASA and General Dynamics, and Thunderbolt, you know you're on the right track, and they know we're on the right track. When we had the uh, ribbon-cutting for the aviation park, we had 350 people there, including three governors. And, uh, oh, and by the way, Frank Lobionda, when I first had this idea, I went to a couple of other elected officials. They said it was ridiculous. It'll never happen. I told, we sat down, Frank. Frank got us $100,000 in pin money, just to get started for expenses. And, and look where it's gone from there. So, you know, people have to understand that, you know, something that's not their idea doesn't make it, uh, doesn't make it, uh, you know, we've had ideas down here that people have killed because it, uh, it wasn't theirs. I mean, we could have, uh, look what we did on the expressway there with the parking. What was that all about? Yeah, The fortune they put in their parking lots over there. It's just the uh, And and look where, in all due respect, look where they put the convention center, which, by the way, is not doing very well. Look where they put it. Instead of putting it uptown in Atlantic City on the beach uh, and everything in between there would have been saved, they put it in that spot because the railroad's there. Well, big deal. That's doing them a lot of good, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Uh,
16: It's just, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, hey, look. It is what it is. It's there. We can't do anything about it. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, I complained about it at the time. And Daryl Todd also uh, complained about it. But, of course, it fell on deaf ears because this was an idea that they were going to take forward no matter what happened. So now you got what looks like to me a white elephant.
2: Yeah. Any, um, Any word have you heard anybody who wants to run against you?
16: Well... A lot of people want to be county executive. I will say that. Uh, Republican, Democrat, independent, uh, socialist labor, they want this position. It's, uh, uh, but have I heard anybody that wants to run against me? No. The last person that ran against me I insisted they debate. I'll follow this one. The moderator for the debate gave my opponent $3,000 donations, plus the questions that were going to be asked. And, uh, and then I was accused of uh, uh, being a racist.
2: Yeah, I remember that, yeah.
16: question for me, do you remember? Yeah. What are you going to do about the system, systemic racism in Atlanta County's government? And I will say this. Uh, you know, I appreciate Ernie Corsi, who is, if you don't know, is an African-American, a yeah. Democrat, and a freeholder, and has been very much a part of uh, Atlanta County's government for a long time. He stood tall. And when they asked him, have you seen any instances of racism? The answer was no. In fact, <laughs> he said if I did, I would make sure it was over real fast. Yeah. So the idea that if you want to take a shot and uh, uh, you can, but I want to hear what my opponent's going to do. And I'll have great respect for them uh, if they decide. But there you have to say how they can improve upon my record. If they want to talk about how long I've been in. Well, guess what? I'm a good employee. Why would you get rid of an employee? Because he's been there a long time. I want a good employee with experience. Yeah. So, But in politics, somebody says, well, he's been there so long. He's been there so long because he's delivered.
2: That's right.
16: I'm not there because of uh, anything except the fact that I work hard and care about this. When I was first elected, in my acceptance speech, I told everybody in this county, you're going to come second. My family's number one, but you're number two and uh and i have uh I, I believe I've lived up to that
2: well Denny uh we thank you for coming on uh really appreciate it, and uh i'll you know i I know we're going to get that debate in on this show if if the opponent is agreed to it, we'll do it right here, okay
16: Well, guess what? I'll debate nobody if they you want you can ask the questions John <laughs> yeah i will and
2: and I won't <laughs> contribute to your opponent, believe me. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Denny. Appreciate it.
16: John, it's always a pleasure. You're a great guy. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Denny Levinson, Atlantic County executive. He's running again. And <laughs> who would run a run against Denny Levinson? Oh boy. Oh, talk about a situation where you can't win. Let's see here. We're uh, 609-407-1450. That's our number here. Uh, Let's combine these uh, two breaks here, Chris, and then uh, we'll come back. Final thoughts in hour number two right after these words. The market is up, the market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry,
16: I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that
0: doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for
14: Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial
2: planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at
16: 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771.
2: Or you can email me at jyakovich
0: at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608.
7: Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 weather forecast for South Jersey. For this afternoon, windy with clouds yielding to some sun. Must be a blinker there somewhere. High 56. A moonlit sky. Colder tonight with low dip into 30. Partly sunny, breezy to wrap the weekend tomorrow. High 58. Monday when you get back at it. Times of clouds and sun. The high 58. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk
2: With a Purpose. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. You want to comment? on anything that Denny Levinson said, or you want to just comment in general on anything we've talked about so far today. 609-407-1450. We, um, we were kind of touching on this before Denny called in. Um, this thing in Kentucky about the drag queens. I, I don't know what the liberals' obsession with drag queens are. Why Why do they have drag queens appearing before children like you see these um book readings where they have drag queens reading from a book or something why what does a a six or seven year old know about drag queens and why would they want to know and why would you want to teach them that see i don't i don't get this you know read to the children but have somebody read who's the teacher or a guest speaker, or something, but a drag queen. <laughs> oh my! Uh, it 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 never ceases to amaze me. Let's talk to uh, George in AC. George, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
13: Hey, good morning. Well, that was, of course, very very interesting with with Executive Levinson. He always is. Yes, we're very fortunate to have him.
2: Yes, we are. Um,
13: I mean, what else can I say that people consider that he's possibly the best executive in the state of New Jersey
2: I'm, in, I'm, at the county level? I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah.
13: You know, anyway, with that being said, regarding a caller that had called in that had some legitimate and great questions regarding that uh, port authority agreement, the possibility of uh, the cargo coming into Atlantic City International Airport. Um there's a couple of things in a very positive way that most people may not be aware of. And this could be great for Atlantic, uh, Atlantic County would be fantastic. Uh, the, number one, the rail line. Okay. The rail line that exists coming into Atlantic city from Philadelphia is only one track wide. However, the bed was originally made for and is capable of handling two tracks. Okay. Yeah. So if there (laughs) were such a thing, there absolutely is a train that comes directly to Atlantic city international airport. Okay. So anything cargo wise that needed to be moved by rail into the Philadelphia market. Okay. Could easily be accommodated just by putting down the second lane shall we call it on the rail line okay then the passenger trains wouldn't have to stop in between and so on and so forth because right now oftentimes when there's a train coming towards atlantic city and one going towards philadelphia train has to pull over to a sideline or whatever to the other train passes all of that would be eliminated but there is absolutely a rail line that exists directly into philadelphia two lanes wide but we're only using one lane now. So there would be no need to acquire any additional land or anything like that. It would be a negligible expense, relatively speaking, shall we say.
2: Oh, that's okay, good. That's one item. That's good.
13: Okay. Yeah, the second item is all of the jobs that would be created with the warehousing. A lot of people aren't aware that Atlantic City International Airport also owns a lot of land, on the opposite side of Tilton Road that pretty much abuts right up to the airport. How about that? Okay. Yes. So there's plenty of room for warehousing. Okay. So what we're talking about is the creation of a lot of jobs in Atlanta County, okay, where there would not be the need to have all that traffic that the gentleman was concerned about on the roadways, okay, uh, because I'm sure that these people would know what they're doing regarding transporting that stuff into the Philadelphia market, and if necessary, up into the New York market. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm uh, I'm so glad that that Executive Levinson said that. Geez, he said to the caller, "Geez, I'm glad you brought that up." You know, maybe we we'll, know we'll, we should pick up that negotiations or discussions again yeah. with the Port Authority. Good good okay. stuff. Good the stuff. last last thing that people are not aware of, you know, okay? The overload to Newark Liberty and Philadelphia regarding planes is ungodly uh, over over traffic, shall we say. Okay? Yes. This is something that would absolutely increase Atlantic City International Airport as a international airport airport hub. Okay? So Keep that going as far as any kind of negotiations that could be picked up with the Port Authority. okay? because if they could do such a thing and bring the cargo planes into Atlantic City, I don't think that it would have a great impact on the roadway system whatsoever. But I'm not that much of an expert in it. But I'm glad that the Corps brought the subject up. I'm glad that Executive Levinson said, you know, geez, I'm glad you brought that up you know, maybe we'll pick up the negotiations. Again, we it left off before the pandemic.
2: George, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And and good information. Mike and in Claremont. Mike, good morning. You're uh, on Talk with the Purpose.
13: Good
2: morning, John. Good Great morning.
16: Talking. I'm sorry I missed Manny. Um Question about the, the windmills. You know, the whale thing. I, you know, I, I'm not for the windmills. But why can't the electric company give us the statistics of how much electricity the Atlantic City ones have generated and the maintenance, and
13: do they work? Are they profitable?
2: That's a good question. I wondered that, too. And Seth Grossman has wondered I that, understand
13: too. That they have, I understand they've given those statistics. If you're trying to sell something,
17: you've got to give the facts and what, what it has generated.
13: I agree.
2: I mean... <laughs> They've never said how much it generates.
13: Well, they, how many houses did they light yeah, up in Atlantic City? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean that's a good question. Get that to Denny next time he comes in.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, I will. I will. Uh, but yeah, that that's that's really a, a very very good question, and I was I often wonder that too. Mike, thanks a lot for the call. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I think they. I heard that one statistic, they said, oh, it, it will generate, it will generate 92% of the electricity. And I, when I heard that, I said, boy, that's an awful lot of electricity. Is that possible? I don't know. See, this is, this is what, this is what the other side does. Just, oh, it's good, good for the environment. It's good for the, oh, it's good for this. It's good for Well, tell us why it's good. And no one has told us why it's good. Unless they told us and I didn't hear about it. (laughs) Oh, hour number two. uh, Looks like it's rapidly coming to a close. Hour number three. We're going to dedicate much of the hour to two things. Donald Trump's five-part plan to attack Ron DeSantis. And then a PBS poll that shows Trump leading the 2024 GOP field. And you'll never guess who's boosting him. So we're going to talk about that, among other things as well, if you would like. But that's coming up in hour number three. We'll, we'll have that ongoing discussion, Trump or DeSantis. DeSantis. And uh, Elmer called earlier, said he didn't like the book. Well, <laughs> I mean, what did you want, Hemingway or something? I mean, he's writing a book because he's building his brand. That's, that's all I can say. But I'll, I'll be uh, getting the book, and uh, we'll kind of pass along my thoughts on that as well. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Hour number two in the books. Hour number three on the way. Don't go away. 95.5
1: 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square Media station.
0: The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk With a Purpose, John Demas. Our number three,
2: Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We have a slew of callers, which we'll get to in just a moment. But I, I wanted to run this by you because we've constantly had a discussion of who's going to get the nomination in 2024 for the Republicans. The Democrats, who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's Kamala. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) But anyway, here is Donald Trump's plan to amp up the attacks and name calling on Ron DeSantis in a couple of weeks. And really, Trump believes that DeSantis is the only candidate who could really give him a run for his money. Here's what he plans to do. Uh, well, he, he's starting to call Ron De sanctimonious, <laughs> <laughs> and, and people are repeating that. I mean, people have said to me, oh, how's, how's De sanctimonious doing? Oh, please. Uh, he is going to attack DeSantis' past support for changes to Social Security and Medicare, including votes as a U.S. congressman to raise the eligibility age for Medicare. Now, I have to tell you, that was in 2013 when he was a congressman. And he was only saying, let's raise the age to 67 or 68, whatever it was. I don't think that's a big deal. Number two, disloyalty to Trump after he helped DeSantis get elected governor in 2018, he also plans to pound DeSantis on likability. Now, I question that because DeSantis just won an election and it was a landslide in Florida. So that one I really don't understand. Trump wants to cast DeSantis as a lackey of former House Speaker Paul Ryan. On Trump's social media site, Truth Social, he attacked Ryan this week as a loser who couldn't get elected dog catcher <laughs> and said he should be resign or be fired as a Fox Corporation board member. <laughs> so you attack Paul Ryan. OK, the Sanders response to covid is a top Trump target, even though. And this is another one I question. Even though the governor is known for resisting mask mandates, Trump plans to attack DeSantis' caution in the earliest days of the pandemic and try to fight the issue to a draw. A March 2020 headline in the Tampa paper said something about there's a pro-Trump Ron and there's a post-Trump run. Huh? So that's another one. DeSantis took heat for muddled comments in a Fox News interview last week about whether to maintain financial and military support for Ukraine. Trump plans to portray DeSantis as wishy-washy on the war while he toes the MAGA line of cutting aid. I don't think DeSantis is wishy-washy on that. And I, did, I saw that interview. I, I don't know what he's referring to but anyway this is what Trump plans to do we'll see and then we have another poll that, uh, which I'll get to after we get to the callers but uh, I, I guess that's Trump's style attack 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 but some of the attacks don't make any sense in my opinion so what do you think Chris, in Summer's Point, Chris, good morning. You're on Talk with the Purpose.
18: Hi, uh, John. Good morning. Thanks for taking my phone call. Thanks for calling, Chris. Um, yeah, I've listened to your, uh, Dennis Levinson about Lang City and you talking, and I agree with you. I think if um, <clears throat> you want to really make Atlantic City a destination, you got to do a couple things. And Like, for example, the supermarket. I think the supermarket would definitely come to Atlantic City if you made it safer and Stop wasn't going to be a number one priority. I mean, that that's always going to be the issue with getting a legitimate supermarket chain there is, you know, how safe and secure is it going to be? And you have to worry about your stuff walking out, of, you know, the merchandise walking out every day without well, getting paid for it. Well, that was the so, thing. I mean, well,
2: yeah, That was the thing with Village shop rights. And I think they ultimately right. wanted to be guaranteed 500000 a year in, you know, and just the CRDA subsidizing that. And, you know, who's right. going to do that? So, and that would go on forever. So I, I, I don't see how it's going to happen, Chris. I really don't. Um,
18: no. I'm, and, and yeah, I, I don't think, also, John, I don't think that one-way street going on Lank Avenue is going to be uh, conducive to the city. I think it's going to work against them. Yep. People are going to get aggravated when you're trying yep. to, yep. you know, get to a casino or a rush hour going in and out of work in the morning and at night. It's, Gonna be a mess, I'm telling you, it's not yeah. gonna work. I don't care what they say. It's yeah. not gonna be a good idea.
2: I, I, I agree. No, I, I don't think and, so either.
18: It, and then other thing, John, is like, okay, Stockton College, it's great. You built this beautiful campus. It's not enough. I mean, because you still have all these empty casino properties just sitting there, nothing going on. Yeah. And and then you have and then they're putting all these uh recreational uh the pop facilities like uh, marijuana, like oh, I think in the bars yeah. now. And oh yeah, yeah. I mean, how is that is conducive family a family atmosphere when you're trying to build this beautiful winter park at the showboat? But then you have this going on, so you're contradicting yeah. everything you're doing by you know. I said that other
2: garbage. I said that the other day, and, and maybe you don't know this, but um, in the Hard Rock Cafe, there was a gentleman's club, commonly known as a strip club. And they didn't want that. And they said, how could you have a strip club in a casino? It's it's terrible. It's it's God awful. It's this and it's that. And yet they're putting a, a, a pot lounge in the uh, in the claridge. Do you see what I'm saying? It's contradictory. It, right. It, 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 it's none contradictory of it should be al- none of it should be allowed. So if you're going to say one is not no, allowed, that- yeah, I, I don't make it doesn't make sense
18: doesn't make sense. And then just the last point, John, is I know you have a caller. Like, uh, we like you go to a casino on weekends to say it's Saturday night. Yeah. It, it's, it's filthy. I mean, you, you see these uh, parking lots like the Dunkin' Donuts next to Tropicana. Oh. There's trash all over the place. Oh, yeah. It, it looks disgusting. And then you go on the boardwalk, there, there's still not enough police presence. I give Chief Sarkis a lot of credit. I know he's he's trying to get out of this mess. We didn't get in this mess overnight. But, I mean, there's still not enough police presence. There's not enough lighting on the boardwalk still. They haven't fixed that problem. So if you don't feel safe going back and forth to the casino, how are you going to make it a destination? I mean, yeah, I know they're still under time, but aren't you really trying hard enough. That's the question.
2: That is the question. And, Chris, thanks for the call. Thanks for those good points. You know, I'm reminded of the story. Don Guardian, the assemblyman, he's on the boardwalk. And a homeless person stops him and says, hey, buddy, you have any change? And he says, no, I don't I don't have any change on me at all. I'm sorry. He says, I take Venmo. <laughs> and Don Guardian said, what's a Venmo? <laughs> Venmo is an application that, that you have on your phone, which can, you know, you can send cash through the app. <laughs> but Don didn't know that. <laughs> well, see, you got to have kids. I mean, that's what you got to have to know these things, right? Talk with the Purpose of the Show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Matt is back. Matt and AC, good morning. Welcome back.
6: Hi, Coach. Yeah. Hey, listen, regarding uh, one of your previous caller's uh, statement, there is Chinese police stations in the United States of America right now. Is there? Can you believe that?
2: Well, now that you said it, I mean, I, I guess so, yeah.
6: Minnesota and Wisconsin have Chinese police stations. Jeez. Now, could you imagine us having a, a United States Marshal Service police station in Peking, China? No, I couldn't. Uh, it's true. What he said was true. I saw a report on it, okay? actually uh, they're buying up these properties next to our military facilities. They're 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 flying balloons uh, over there and taking pictures. This president, Joe Biden, is gonna get us all killed. Oh wow get them out of there. I, 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 boy. He's You're, gonna get us all killed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You uh, know what happens in China yeah. if you disagree with the government, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
6: It, it, nobody, nobody knows where you are anymore.
2: Yeah,
6: you, you get missing. You're gone. That's it. The I hate president. Oh, oh my God! This is why your your, your speech about DeSantis. And I, I disagree with you on this, so Okay. I, I I love I love DeSantis. I love him. My brother lives in Florida. I go down there all the time. And you're gonna go in a couple of weeks. I think you said. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. Going to see uh, the Phillies,
6: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. Um, I love DeSantis, but he's not ready yet. Yeah, you've he, said he, that.
2: You've said that. Yes,
6: uh, and he's forty-four years old, forty-five now, I think.
5: Yeah,
6: he's forty-five years old. He, you got to let Trump get back in there and rumble up the swamp a little bit and start fixing things, and then get DeSantis in there for eight years. Eight years. That would be good.
2: That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. But I don't know that. See, Matt, I I don't know. I'm not convinced. I'm not sure. If I was sure that Trump could win, I'd say sure. But I'm not convinced that he can win. That's all all I've ever said about DeSantis and Trump. That can he win? And even though Biden is horrible... And if Biden runs again, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Biden wins. There's there's dopes no, out there. There's no way. Uh, uh, listen. Did Murphy win?
6: <laughs> but 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 listen, John. His own party's are turning against him now. Well, they don't even want him to run again. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. Okay? They don't even want to run again, and and Trump's leading DeSantis forty to twenty two in the last poll I saw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, I I'm going to get but to that. Uh, I, I I have a poll here that you'll like. Yeah, I have one too. Yeah, it it, it shows but, but Trump ahead.
6: Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're enemies. I just think this is how Trump campaigns, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's. They don't play
2: games. Yeah. No. He he attacks his uh, he attacks his opponents. And 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 like the survey said, he probably feels that the Sanders is the only one that's a threat to the nomination. Nobody else. I mean, Pence, forget about it, and Nikki Haley, forget about it. They're no, they're no threat. Uh, no.
6: Now, listen, though, Trump lives in Florida now. Why do you think he went to Florida? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know they call, and but you know, if he's going to run against Trump, Trump's going to hit him. Uh, he's going to hit him hard. That's what. That's what he does. Yeah,
2: yeah.
6: You know, he's a New Yorker, but I don't. I don't think they're enemies. I just think that that they're. Let uh, Trump get back in and stir this swamp up a little bit more, and fix the border and fix a couple things, and then the will be what? He'll be uh, eight years. Be about, you know, he'll be like about fifty.
2: 50. Yeah. 50. Right.
6: yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he and would be. Yeah, he, he would be. He yeah, he would be fifty. I think in
6: twenty eight. Fifty three. Yeah, fifty three. Yeah. 53, yeah. That, no, that, no, wait, no, he's 40, no, he'd be like forty nine. Yeah, so, something you know, like whatever, that. Yeah. But then. Well, uh, forty nine or fifty. But uh, and then let DeSantis the run a full eight year term out. We'll be in good shape because he knows when he's still in Santos.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah, does. No, no question. No question. Matt, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Bob is in Florida, where I'll be in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Bob, welcome
16: back. Well, I hope
12: this red tide. Hey, John, thanks. Yeah, I hope this red tide goes away by then. But look, on these points here of, of Trump's attack, the five points here, the only one that is absolutely valid is the loyalty aspect of it. And it is very, very true that Ron DeSantis would never have been governor without President Trump's endorsement. And I, I fully understand why. Why President Trump is very angry. I think there's real animosity between them. Uh, Trump moved to Florida because there's no state income tax here uh, versus New York State where they kill you. So that's. Uh, but the uh, Social Security is going bankrupt, John. So something needs to get done it's it's the it's the third rail politicians do not want to touch it the uh the paul ryan th- that's just a smear job i mean come on yeah yeah <laughs> <You know>? yeah Peeing <laughs> so and look the real achilles heel and uh, this is what look in an ideal world matt is right we want four more years of trump eight years of DeSantis. Trouble is, trouble is if we lose 2024, I don't know the country's ever coming back. You're going to have another 20 or 30 million illegal aliens pouring through. Puerto Rico becomes a state. Washington, D.C. becomes a state. Forget about ever having the Senate. But anyway, let me please get to the COVID response here because Trump, how he could attack DeSantis on being weak with the COVID response, yeah the nursing homes here, DeSantis saved tens of thousands of lives by his smart policy. The the business opening up, the only state that did better that never locked down was South Dakota. Georgia and Florida were one, the first states to open up. The schools opened up quicker here than almost every anywhere in the country. Uh, so th- this is just total nonsense. Now, President Trump's COVID response, what did he do? He ceded control of the U.S. economy and education system to two unelected bureaucrats, Fauci and Dr. Brex, the scarf lady. Uh, That was not leadership, okay? That's that, you know, this was the president of the United States is supposed to make decisions. Based on a holistic no, situation, how everything is is interrelated, not purely on on stopping this so-called virus that that Fauci and and the scarf lady were totally wrong on. Yeah, they were. So you know that. <clears throat> okay, so you know my, uh, and and again attack attack. I guess the sadness on the fact that he might be a warmonger, monger. Uh, I think that was the last point. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but you know the uh, look. What I'm afraid of, I think, what you're afraid of is, and I see a train wreck coming. Okay, and and next this next weekend, I'm going to be talking to one of the top Fox Prime Time hosts. I'm going to be talking to him personally, and I'm going to ask him what he thinks because you know we really respect him i think you do too i'm not going to even mention his name right okay. now i think i know who you i know yeah. what you mean <laughs> okay think, exactly but but we're 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 looking at a train wreck and i i think i think you know the Sanders and trump are just going to beat the hell out of each other and trump goes third party we're all in big trouble yeah. and if, yeah. if, if if the Trump voters are so alienated, if DeSantis happens to win, th- then DeSantis is never going to win the general election. Th- those people in East Palestine, Ohio, they're pure Trump voters. They're good people. They're good, hardworking people. And you know, I, I I'm I'm thinking we're entering a catch twenty two, no win situation. I, I'm not smart enough to figure out how to avoid that, John. I really no,
2: I, 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 huh? I, I hear you, and I have the same fear. I mean, we have to win this election. Huh? There's no question about that. Yeah. Could you see yeah. four more years of Biden or a Democrat or whatever it is? And and if it's a new Democrat, it might be eight years, because you know people are dopes. So They'll just vote for Democrat. They don't. They they don't think about these things.
12: So, I, well, the, the the people the people in control of, of the White House and the Democrat Party now uh, look look where they're taking us. They're getting rid of of our internal combustion engines. You know, they're closing down power plants like Beasley's Point. Effectively, they're doing that. Uh, the middle class in this country, you know, it, it, it's it's they're they're making. Life, you know, everything is more expensive. It, it, you know, the the inflation that, that they've caused. You know, the the wars that they're there. You know, this situation with Ukraine, where where we're, we've now put communist China and Russia are two main adversaries that were really not cro- close prior to Biden. Now they're strong allies, all plotting against us. <laughs> you know, I mean. Where are they going to take this country? Oh man, you know, I think it's. You know, uh-huh. So so. Look, point. Just final point is, look. I know that most of the listeners are are Trump supporters, and and, you know, I'm a Trump supporter too. I just happen to like the a little more. The thing is, we can't be cutting each other's throats. I'm I'm just appealing yeah. to you yeah know, smart people like 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 Craig, you know, and Linda and Matt, you know. Uh, you know, we, we, after the dust settles, I just hope that we uh, are enthusiastic yes, about whoever That's wins. right. that's you right. Know, that's yeah. what we need to do.
2: All right, Bob. Thanks a lot for the call. Uh, I don't know. I, I know we, we have to win the election. That, that, that's, that goes without saying. If we have four more years of Democratic control, uh, where will this country be? Maybe maybe we'll have a a drag queen extravaganza. (laughs) Anywhere, right? (laughs) We have Rich, Jenny, and George in that order, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. More show after these words.
5: When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and Securities and Investment Advisory Services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company.
2: We have this marvelous invention uh, as we enter the 21st century called a podcast and you can listen to any of our shows at any time it's like the on demand of radio right it's called the you google john damassey podcasts and all of the shows come up boy is that is that truly amazing you can listen to any of the shows at any time john damassey podcasts and they are all there for your taking Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Just real quick, this uh, survey, the Trumpsters will uh, like this. A new national poll, and this was done by PBS, suggests that Donald Trump is still a complication to Ron DeSantis' path to the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. Uh, They're saying that Trump draws support from poorer, less educated voters with DeSantis, the choice of those with more money and degrees. That's interesting, isn't it? Who would have ever thought that? A a national public radio, PBS NewsHour, Marist poll, this was conducted December 6th through December 8th of 22, shows Trump is ahead of DeSantis nationally with Republican and GOP-leaning independent voters in a three-way matchup that includes former Vice President Mike Pence. DeSantis, uh, well, Trump has 45%. DeSantis, 33 Someone else, whoever that is, comes in at 11%. And the former Vice President gathers just 8%. So... For the uh, Trumpsters, that's uh, that's good news. But that was done last year. And, uh, of course, we'll have many more polls in the future. And we'll see where it goes. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. Rich is in Linwood. Rich, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose.
14: Good morning, John. Good morning. Um, uh, when I am 65 years old. When I was a young lad, I went to Catholic school and I got a great education. But I remember one time we were in science class and they had a film about our solar system. And they said in this film that one day the sun will lose its energy and burn out. And I remember how that film affected me. I was scared. I was a little kid. (laughs) and it brings me to today's children who are getting taught uh about global warming in the classroom and how they're getting I, I guess you could call it indoctrinated to that yeah and your last week's guest karen fitzpatrick her whole thing for having windmills is that it's going to stop the flow uh, stop the process of global warming that that's not a proven science. No. That's not proven that it's no. definitely happening. No. And, and a lot of people that are pushing these windmills, they live on barrier islands. They choose to live. They live on the marsh. They live on the bay. If they're so worried about it, why are they buying houses there? Yeah. It just kills me. <laughs> and my next point, uh, the last point is Dennis Levinson. He has a folksy way of delivering his message that I think touches everyone. And some people have a way of delivering a great message, but their attitude or their, their vocabulary is standoffish. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And that's why I think Dennis is so successful in what he does, his communication skills. And I think candidates running for office should learn from him and just be, I don't know, take some classes in communication.
2: Yeah, well, he is definitely a good communicator. But are you suggesting that uh, maybe he isn't a good county executive?
14: Oh, I think he's a great kid. Oh, well, my, oh, my. you know what? I've lived in Atlanta County my whole life. I right now my house is for sale, and I'm going to move to Florida. I think that Dennis Levinson is is uh, is an albatross, meaning that I think New Jersey's done. Yeah. I think it's. I think with the indoctrination of our kids, um, I think it's done. I yeah. don't. Uh, I love New Jersey. I love it, but. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, you can't I, have gun I mean you can have guns but you can't have guns. Yeah. You can have this but you can't have that. Marijuana, you know, everyone's smoking marijuana yeah, anyway. So yeah. So, to me I'm gonna move to Florida and I'm gonna live the rest of my life there and hopefully uh, I have two grandkids here and I have two grandkids there. And the ones in Florida seem to be doing a little bit better with their discipline and their education uh, here. Uh, I think it's lost, and I don't think uh, it'll ever come back. Well. And I think if we ever do get attacked by a foreign country, I think New Jersey will just roll over. Uh, I think
10: yeah.
14: it's uh, – I'm, I'm I'm just really down on it. Yeah. And I've had enough of it, and I surrender. Well. Rich, good, good luck in Florida, and, and
2: sorry we're going to lose a listener. <laughs> but, but now you know where my head is. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't want to lose listeners, but I don't blame them. I mean, I would move to Florida myself if I didn't have grandchildren here. I mean, well, that's the truth. It's, it's, it's terrible. It really is. Jenny in AppSeek, and Jenny, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose.
9: Oh, thanks for taking my call. I really loved what Matt had to say. I am the Trumpster. I think that Donald Trump was so successful in his policies because he ran the government like a business, which is why he's successful. Yeah. You can't you can't kowtow to special interests. You have to do what's best for the United States of America. And that's what he did. I want to see Trump get back in. And I totally agree with Matt. Than eight years of DeSantis. DeSantis has time. Yeah, he does. You
2: know, he he'll does. still be yeah. under
9: fifty. He's, he's, he does. Yes,
2: yes. You I, know, his
9: his wife's his wife's battling breast cancer. He's got three little little kids. He he's, he's got time. So so this is good. I want to see Trump get back in. And you can't have a weak sob sister in the presidency. No. You've got to have somebody that's tough and strong, and committed. To preserving the United States of America, and that's what Trump does. Yeah, I, I you know, Desantis. I don't think he even wants it now. Uh, you well, know,
2: I, he hasn't really declared it, but you know, the book comes uh, out, and you know, he's he's kind of he he's sticking his foot in the water a little bit, you know.
9: Well, he's and, he's li- he's lining up his ducks. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that. that
9: that's, and I'll tell you, as far as Denny Levinson goes. I wish Denny Levinson could be cloned and be our governor as
2: well. Boy, wouldn't wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be I'll nice? I'll
9: tell you, fabulous, fabulous. E- and there was a very nice event Thursday evening at the Smithville Inn. It was a kickoff party for Palestina, Guardian, and Swift. Very, very nice, short and sweet, was over at 7, wonderful. Do you know that the Democrats don't even have opponents for them yet?
2: Uh, probably not, and I would think that n- nobody wants to run against them. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to run against Denny Levinson? Come on!
9: <laughs> no, and, and Palestine Guardian, and Swift—they're doing a fabulous job. You know, the Democrats don't even have uh, no no opponents lined up. No no candidates.
2: No, I'm so, not surprised. No,
9: because I'm not either. Uh, who would want to no, run? Not surprised when. The, I was surprised when the people told me, but then I thought, wow, what a lack of planning. Yeah. Well, they know
2: they're going to lose, so whoever they put up is going to be a loser. That's That that's, goes without saying. Of
9: course. So Of course. I can't believe—I'm um, of Ukrainian descent. My mother's Ukrainian. And I'm disgusted with Biden pumping more money into Ukraine. I guess this is what happens— when you're so bought, sold, and paid for yeah, by a government, yeah, right? You're so that's compromised. Right.
2: Yeah. Did you hear what Janet Yellen said? She said we we have to be we have an obligation as Americans to be in Ukraine and support them. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so that's what you're up against, all right?
9: It's, yeah, yeah. And my mother's Ukrainian. She yeah. doesn't She she's like what? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and uh, look at the people in in East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah.
2: You know, this, 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 I mean, does it make any sense? We support no. th- th- it doesn't make any sense. We're supporting the Ukraine, but we don't stand by those people in, in our
9: own country. I, I, I know. I, just, I know. And Trump would never do that. We Well, first of all, Trump can't be bought. Bidens can all be bought. Oh, and they
2: yes. Have oh, yes. How do you think they got they five have houses? Been for decades. How do you think they got five houses? Come on. He didn't get that on a oh, senator. Yeah.
9: He didn't get that on a senator's salary, did he? <laughs> I read. I read. Everybody needs to read uh, Miranda Devine's book, "The Laptop yeah, from Hell." I, I read it too. Biden yeah. used to buy. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. How about Biden buying houses with no money down from Delaware banks? Yeah. Oh Who yeah. Who gets that? Nobody. Nobody. Well, Joe Biden.
2: Yeah, Joe, <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah, that's <laughs> Joe Biden. Jenny, thanks oh, for the yeah. call. Thanks for the call. He's just. Gee, we could talk forever about Biden. Uh, We're going to talk to uh, George, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609 407 1450. You want to talk about the uh, Donald Trump poll? Uh, You want to talk about DeSantis and Trump attacking DeSantis? You want to talk about DeSantis? Feel free. Or you want to talk about anything else we talked about this morning here on the show 609-407-1450 i'm john damassey talk with a purpose saturdays nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 coming back with more after these words
0: Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Masio but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Masio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Masio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget, B.F. Masio at 601 New
5: Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856 751 1771. 856 751 1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company.
7: Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 vacu weather forecast for South Jersey. Jersey. for this afternoon windy with clouds yielding to some sun must be a blinker there somewhere high 56 a moonlit sky colder tonight with low dip into 30 partly sunny breezy to wrap the weekend tomorrow high 58 monday when you get back at it times of clouds and sun the high 58 i'm AccuWeather's ruth o'brien on wpg talk radio 95.5
2: Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. Um, well, we'll get to this story in a, in a moment. <laughs> Biden is at it again, wants to spend money. Oh, boy. George and AC, George, good morning. Welcome back to Talk With a Purpose.
13: Yes. Thank you very much for having me back. <laughs> Let me say you, I'm pretty tired, but I have so much uh, respect for you and your show. I stayed up before I get into bed. <laughs> All
2: right, Wait a minute! Sleeping at twelve o'clock in the uh, in the afternoon. W- what about this? Did you do a double last?
13: Whoa! Whoa! Oh. Whoa, whoa! 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 Did you <laughs> did you do a double shift last night?
2: No. No, I didn't.
13: Okay, I did.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, okay, then you can <laughs> right. you can you can rest after the show. Twelve o'clock well, my you can relief
13: be- was sick, I said I'd take it over. Okay, so that's sixteen. All right. <laughs> 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 okay. I got two picks in my eyelids so I can get this going. Right, here we go. You know what? I I am uh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck between DeSantis and Trump and I'll tell you why because Uh, same thing as Bob said from Florida. He feels a train wreck coming. Now, look, we got a pretty good bench, okay? Yes. Uh, And and the Democrats don't, but you got to look at the big, big picture. Now, hey, look, my dream would be Trump for four years and then DeSantis for eight as well, okay? Yeah, yeah, that would work, yeah. (laughs) You you, you know, but, hey, look, I'm not involved in that. All I could do is sit back and hopefully, God willing, enjoy you know the 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 next political campaign for presidency but you got to look in my opinion at the big picture okay okay he's strong and he's got a great more than i ever could have imagined strong base in the republican party okay yes yeah. to the degree this to the degree that it's beyond remarkable okay quite frankly beyond remarkable and the reason why I think it's as strong as it is, is not as much, it has a lot to do with him, but perhaps does a lot to do with how many people that there are in the Palestinians of the United States that have had more than enough, okay, of this left-wing nut kind yeah. of a situation yeah. going on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bizarre world. Now They're giving our country away in so many ways, and... They're doing it for their own political power. They don't care about us. No. You know? No. I mean, people, I I really genuinely believe that people like DeSantis, people like Trump, people like Nikki Haley, people like um, uh, the Gabbard, the woman that uh, was in the uh, Congress before. I mean, these are people I genuinely believe that really care about America. Yeah. And, 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 And what we have on the other side is, People that really, really care about power. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all that, they that's want. It. Yeah, all, that, that's it. So this is what we're up against. They will do anything to maintain and keep power. I mean, the the, the southern border is your best example. Yeah. So when Bob says, when Bob from Florida, Kate May, whatever, God willing, God willing, Bob, uh, he he's so right. He, Bob, says he feels a train wreck coming. I mean, this is an opportunity that could absolutely be lost if we don't do if we. If if the Republican Party does not do this right, yeah. I mean, so I don't. I don't have any recommendations. All I know is is that the train wreck is coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and, and this is perhaps. The most important election in the history of the United States of America, in my opinion, I agree. You know, I agree. this is not a this is not a country anymore with four more years of a Democrat presidency. Okay, I'm telling you, yeah. The, the war, look, the war is already on, and I'm talking about the World War III, and it's not going to be long. Okay. This is a total annihilation, a total destruction coming. And these Democrats, they don't care as long as they can keep their blinders on and maintain their power. Yeah. It's sad. It really is. It's pathetic. It really is, yeah. Okay, I, 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 so I don't know what's going to happen, okay, but God willing, it's not a train wreck because this is, in my mind, an election for the United States of America. That's right. This guy in the White House, has, has, he's married the Chinese and the Russians, okay? Yeah, I mean, go back to Obama. I mean, they're doing everything to destroy the Middle East with this, this bizarro uh, agreement with the Iranians. I mean, how sick is this left? It's not even the radical left. It's the left, period. They don't care. You know, years ago, I used to... In a way, in a positive, not negative way. I don't like to be hurtful to anybody. Chastise. The, the gentleman that's got this fantastic, like the fantastic, uh, like Linda said, the best store she likes to shop in. Why am I spacing? Mazio. Come in the show. A representative. Uh, Mazio. Oh, my God. Mazio. It's your sponsor. Mazio. Yeah, Mazio. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. But he's in the wrong party with the wrong people. I told him that. I mean, (laughs) I told told him that. I I mean, you know, (laughs) okay, it's sad, but this is it. They're giving up America. I mean, other guys like um, – let me come down the, the more local level. I don't know if you listen to Willie. Willie Norwood calls in uh, regularly. A, a good gentleman. I mean, I, I've been around here in Atlantic City most of my life. I mean, I see him. Here's a guy who's been in the military. He really cares about the country. There's no question about it. Yeah. But he's, he, he, he is so headstrong on the Democrat Party, he can't see – how racist that they are.
2: They really are. They are
13: the racists. They really are. are. The they are, really These are. are the Ku Klux Klan. Yep. This is what you have. And they're tearing apart this country. I mean, like you said, your, son, your, your grandson, he doesn't know white, black, red. Nope. Chinese. Nope. Green, purple. He doesn't see color. No, but, he doesn't. That's what the left in this country is constantly putting a wedge between people. It's pathetic. This is the most important election in the history of the United States of America. And if we lose it, the country is gone. Yeah. Have a great day. I'm sorry to put it that way, but that's it.
2: <laughs> thanks, George. Now you can go to sleep. <laughs> you said your piece. <laughs> thanks for staying up and thanks for calling in again. 609-407-1450. We've got a couple of minutes left to the show. We can take a couple more calls if you want to chime in on... Uh, Yeah, this is an important election. And I just am afraid that there's so much Trump backlash. And then we're going to hear this January 6th thing, and we're going to hear all of that stuff. And he's, uh, you know, he he wants to uh, destroy this country. You know, we're going to hear all of that garbage. And that's why I'm afraid he'll lose the election. And that's disastrous. So that's why I'm saying, well, maybe DeSantis would be better. I agree that in many cases, it should be Trump for four more and then DeSantis would be ready. He sort of sets the table for eight years of DeSantis. But that's that's what we wish for. And that's what we hope for. But that's not necessarily what we're going to get. Hey, look. I want the Phillies to win the World Series every year. And I want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl every year. But I know that's not realistic. Some years they can, some years they can't. So the same thing here. I I want the Republicans to win, of course. But let me tell you what Joe Biden's latest trick is. You ready for this? There was a guy in Florida... And he was found to have bought a Lamborghini, which I believe those cars, upwards of 350000 He bought a Lamborghini with COVID money. <laughs> hey, that's a nice trick. He was convicted and he got six years in jail. He got his. So Biden, keeping that in mind, wants to seek 1.6 billion to fight COVID aid fraud. Do you do you believe this? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if this is going to pass, but he wants Congress. He called on Congress Thursday to approve once. Point six billion to combat fraud, hoping to empower federal prosecutors and prevent such thefts from targeting taxpayer money again. We have heard these stories on and on and on and on about people using the money for something else and it was meant to go here and it went there and it... But that is... A guy bought a Lamborghini but he paid for it. Went to jail. Six years. We'll see. That's, that's Biden's, and, and that's the Democrats. Hey, we got a problem? Let's spend $1.6 billion to catch a couple hundred thousand here and there. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Final thoughts. On today's edition of Talk With a Purpose, after these words.
5: Joe Yakovich is registered with. that Securities and Investment Advisory Services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for financial wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan you'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jyakovich at brokersifs.com.
0: If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com.
2: Back here on Talk With a Purpose again, our number in the studio, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. Beware of games on the boardwalk. (laughs) I've been meaning to to pass this story along for a couple of weeks. An amusement operator accused of rigging boardwalk games in Wildwood and North Wildwood has been banned for 10 years from running such games and fined $15,500. This was announced a couple of weeks ago. And the culprit is Christine Struthers. Now, she allegedly ran games with overinflated basketballs, sometimes by as much as three times the manufacturer's specifications, causing them to bounce erratically. <laughs> the $15,500 fine represents a penalty of $500 for each of the 31 basketballs found to have been overinflated during multiple expen- expenses. I said that right. <laughs> Inspections in 2022. <laughs> this is from the Legalized Games of Chance Control Commission. Did you? I didn't know we had such a thing, which is part of the State Department of Law and Public Safety. I remember when I was a kid. My father said to me, "Oh, those don't, don't don't throw your money on those. Those games are rigged." <laughs> well, some of them are. <laughs> uh, and she's got to pay sixteen thousand five hundred in penalties for games operated in twenty twenty one. So she's looking at thirty plus thousand dollars in fines. <laughs> oh well, it's a tough business, but somebody's got to do it, right? Frank in North Jersey. Frank, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose.
17: How are you, John?
2: Good. Good, Frank.
17: I, uh, you know, I was listening about the, uh, you were talking about the 2024 election coming up. And, uh, you know, the biggest problem that I see right now, because of everything that's been going on, especially over the last six years, uh the media you know it's not like the days of Walter Cronkite where you'd get the facts and then you could make the, your determination based on those facts that that he had given you
2: yeah remember and, you know everything remember when Lyndon Johnson said when Walter Cronkite criticized the Vietnam war and Lyndon Johnson said I lost Walter Cronkite so I guess I'm going to not run again for president that 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 sealed his fate so that was straight reporting from the best in the business yeah you're right
17: absolutely and what what i've noticed is that it, it seems like algorithms are 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 uh directing our thoughts because based on what we're looking at on google if i'm looking up uh, election deniers that's all that they're gonna spit out at me. And I'm not gonna see the other side That's at right. all. I'm not gonna see right. arguing people arguing against it. I'm just they're just gonna keep spitting out things that I agree with. So I live in this bubble now. And I'm thinking that the entire world is inside of this bubble and it's not. And these algorithm algorithms that they're using in software are, are controlling so much. Did Instead you, of did everything you know? getting all the information, we're only getting fed what we want to get fed. Well, and that's, it's creating, a, a, there's no diversity of thought. Now, look, John, I, I just want to tell you, listen to this. The diversity that the left wants is not the diversity of thought, but only diversity that feeds their desired that's outcomes. That's right.
2: That's right. Uh, uh, by the way, Frank, there is a uh, uh, a, a thing called geo-targeting, and it's a system that you, uh, you, can, you can buy. And what it does is it leads people who are going on the internet and then similar ads come up and they present that. So in other words, the system is des- designed to do just what you said. And, and, and that's really across the board. Because if you look up something, like I, I look up roofing, and then all of a sudden, I get a lot of roofers <laughs> on my on my website. Of course. So, so
17: it's but John. It's, if I if I talk to somebody, okay, listen. If I speak to somebody, and and, I'll, and I'm and here it is. I'm I'm a white Christian male, okay, heterosexual. Now I have to I, the fact that I'm even saying that. Is ridiculous that I have to I have to say that yeah, to somebody so yeah. that they can understand me. But here we go. If I speak to a friend of mine who happens to be a, a black heterosexual man who lives in the inner city, and I live in the suburbs, and I tell him Trump's not a racist, and he explodes, how could you say that? And I ask him, well, show me something that he's done, and he doesn't have anything. But but he's looking at me like I have worms crawling out of my ears because. Yeah as far as he knows it, trump is a racist because he's never heard anything opposing it that's right and and, and the that's problem right. is is that we we're not have we're not we don't have that ability anymore to talk about this because we don't have an absolute
2: truth that's right frank thanks a lot for the call we got to run that's uh, coming up on the end of the show boy those 3 hours go by real fast don't they talk for the purpose of the show Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thanks to Denny Levinson for coming on and talking to us. We really appreciate that. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. And thanks to you, because without you, there is no show. That's as simple as I can put it. I'm John DeMasi. Have yourself a great week, a safe, a happy, and a healthy one. We'll do it all over again next Saturday. Talk with a purpose right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take
15: care.